Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Say hello, everybody. We're here. Well, yeah. I think maybe we should say hello then. Hello, everybody. Hello. Are we talking to each other? Excuse the well, sonnet. Let me, let, me, let me start again. <laughs> uh, I this week, Becky had him. I unmuted the panel, but I did not mute myself. We're getting there. Ah. We're getting there. <laughs> Welcome to awesome. High on Hunger, everybody. As you can tell, we are High on Hunger. <laughs> I am. No, just Mackie. Yeah, yeah. the rest of us have a way to go um, yet. Man, I said some poetic shit right there as well, which you just all completely missed, man. I'm, I'm sorry about that. I didn't really. I chatted a load of shit. It was pretty, it was just, pretty much just a warm up. Right. I think, so, I think you're telling a story. GB, you was all quiet when I asked you to speak. So, <laughs> are you there today, mate? I am here today. I am. How's it going, guys? Savage. <laughs> so, apologies, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, GB, oh. carry on, mate. No, no, it's grand, it's grand, buddy. How is everyone this evening, guys? Um, hope everybody has had a glorious weekend. Um, yeah. I don't know what it's been like everywhere else, but we actually had some fucking decent weather here in Ireland for a fucking change. So it was great. Oh, Real decent weather. Hello, everybody. Um, we had so decent weather. All my plaster dried before it was supposed to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't like doing that and we got monkeys as well Mon monkeys in yeah you had the decent weather i think our weather turned south we had that storm go through the gulf of mexico it's been kind of bad hey everybody it's monkey i'm here from the southern u.s how's it going today guys yeah it's uh stony tg <laughs> 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 you're, you're eating your oats and shit is that yeah yeah now just finishing up some Late, uh, I don't know if you call this brunch or lupper or whatever. Mid, <laughs> mid afternoon snack, but yeah, TG here up in uh, Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh, our weather is good, also, it's not as hot as it has been. So, thankful for that. The tent is uh, back, back to normal temps, so I'm liking that. Shout out yeah. to the guys in the chat as well. CG, nice. It's, it's been warm here in the UK this week. It's very warm in the UK, where it hasn't been over here. That's what I don't understand about this. Like, we're, we, our countries are so fucking close together, but your weather is like 37 and 38 degrees, and we're 16 and 17 degrees. Oh, oh yeah. it's 16 yep. and 17. It's done my head in with 36. At least you guys don't get the twisters. We had a, a crazy tornado in southern Manitoba that actually killed a couple of people. Oh, shit. Wow. A couple of days ago. It was, wow. yeah, pretty scary stuff. Welcome to Percy's International Weather Forecast. <laughs> <laughs> News around the world, wherever you are. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for Thanks. joining us, everybody. It's always a massive pleasure. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Episode six now. And people seem to be enjoying it. We're getting some good downloads up online. You know, we just wanted to give a shout out as well, because last week we had one of the one of the nice YouTube comments that we like to see. So I'll put it up on screen so you can all see. It's from Dave. And Dave tunes in every week and he sits with his non-smoking missus and enjoys the show. And she even has a little couple of totes now and again to enjoy the show as well. So I just want to give a shout out to them guys. So if you want to have a comment featured on next week's show, just drop a comment below and I'll put some of them on next week's episode. We're going to start doing that now. So the comments with the most likes will be featured. 
Sweet. So right, let's go back to that introduction screen. Uh, also, we, we'll just move on to news and events, eh? That would be good. The weekly, weekly news from High on Homegrown. What have we got this week, boys? Well, I'll go well, ahead I can and do my, go on. No, Zian, go ahead, man. Look, I always let you go first. Aw, very nice. <laughs> I've only got a little one anyway because I've been ridiculously busy today and I kind of like a little bit forgot. So uh, I've been looking around mad, madly, madly for the last like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I can only find this little one. This kind of amused me a little bit considering all this COVID stuff that's going on at the minute. Um, some manufacturer somewhere of uh, pre-rolled cones, um, apparently one of their employees with his, was either spotted by somebody or spotted by CCTV licking one of the cones. So said manufacturers had to recall all of their cones manufactured from said date um, yep. and it's running into thousands. Just kind of shows how like ridiculously idiotic people can be. Yeah. Good QA at least, but yeah. I mean, that's what people used to always did was, you know, to seal to seal the joint. You wrote, you licked it, and that's <laughs> pretty much what we did. I mean, I can remember back in the day when you know the, the last step of the joint was put it in your mouth, roll it around, take it out, and pass it to the next guy before the lighter. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was that ridiculous, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you get one of them off the, the your next man that's all soggy at the end. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I never share a split. Same as mate. Yeah. Exactly. There's no anyway. worse than a duck arse. Anywhere uh, I'll go, I'm, I'm, my box, my bag, my whatever is just there. If anybody wants one. Roll one. Yeah. Don't be fucking looking at me. Give me some of yours. There's Ooh. stuff there. Look, use it. There you go. I usually even pre-roll them for everybody because I like rolling joints. And yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, I, sharing, especially nowadays is, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't get into it much, but I do know people who take great pride in, in rolling. You know, just. Yeah, I, I do. I, I roll the perfect spliff every time. And I, I just enjoy rolling a nice. Yeah. Spliff. I think it's built. If you've got the right roach, then you'll have the perfect spliff, man. Mine all come out exactly the same, so mine must be pretty good as well. Mm. I guess they all do the job, right? I don't know. I'm not a germaphobe or anything. I just I prefer to know who rolled that joint, so then I can either judge whether or not I might want to smoke it. Just I don't know, like because it is their saliva on that little strip. Uh, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, it is. It. In fairness, if you see like some I mean, skanky, junky looking thing, you don't want to be sucking on a spliff that he's been rolling, do you? Exactly. Like in the Red Man song, "How to Roll uh -huh. a Blunt." Hey man, you want a hit of this? Crackhead sauce. Yeah. The face and the nose and stuff. Nah, forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, let's, no. move, let's move on to the next news article, eh? What were you, do you have this week, Monkey? Oh, yeah. I had an article uh, from some cardiologists in America that took a look at smoking marijuana. Is it good for you? And I guess the answer is they answered strictly like you would think a cardiologist would. And they risk, the risk of smoking marijuana, they say, is no better than the risk of smoking tobacco because it, it gives the same problems with your heart and circulatory system. Um, you know, they, they basically are cautioning people that you, you're inhaling the toxins, you're inhaling the carbon monoxides, and everything is just pr pretty much the same as cigarettes. But I do know that most marijuana smokers, as opposed to cigarette smokers, do generally report that it's easier on their lungs. However, this group does not agree with that finding. They say it's just as hard as your, on your lungs, and they're encouraging everyone to stop smoking marijuana. 
Now, the cool thing or the confusing thing here is they're also against vaping. So what are we supposed to do here? I mean, those are the two most popular forms of ingestion. Uh, and I, I don't think there's really much, much of a, an option. I mean, uh, edibles at that point are different. It's quality or quantity. You know, it's like smoking. <laughs> you know you're probably going to live 10 years less than if you didn't. But you're going to have so much more of a smoother fucking ride, man. Yeah. You know? I'm sure you would regret it when you get to your last days. You're like, God damn, I wish I didn't smoke them fucking 500,000 splits throughout my life. Well, I mean, I've, yeah. I mean, you know the old saying that the, the things you regret are the things that you didn't do, not the things that you did do. Mm -hmm. so, I regret nothing. They want us not to smoke it and not to vape it. So I wonder, we should look into maybe who provided the uh, funding for this study, perhaps. You know, that's true. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't say that in the article. It just, it, it was mm -hmm. a group of cardiologists in America, and, and I, mm -hmm. I give you the article, uh, Arthur and things like that like that but it honestly did not say who funded the study how it was how it was done yeah. and there, but it, the study did have a lot of uh disclaimers in it saying that you know with the current marijuana regulations in the united states that a lot of study has not been done because it's still technically federally illegal and it's you can't study it sure yeah so i mean that's just one of those things the, the study was kind of interesting in the fact that it said that thc has a tendency to raise blood pressure while cbd has a tendency to lower your blood pressure so, I mean, I, I didn't know that about uh, THC. I always thought it chilled me out and made my pressure go down, but maybe I'll have to go in and check that. I don't know. Maybe the people that did the studies on were just like getting baked in front of people in white coats. It made them a bit nervous. So <laughs> that would make me nervous. Yeah. Just get stoned and go to the pharmacy and stick your arm in that thing by the booth there and press the button and wait. Yeah. And then do it when you're not stoned and check it out. It's easy. Yeah. And it doesn't even cost you anything. <laughs> Pretty good. But anyway, I thought I'd throw this out there just because, you know, we're always saying how good weed is. Well, I'd throw one out there for the opposite side, just to sure. balance the yeah, point I, here. I definitely saw that article. Mine is, yeah, it's not uh, specifically to do about cannabis, but it's a, it's, it's a pretty landmark thing here in Canada. Um, four terminally ill Canadians were actually just approved uh, to legally use psilocybin as end-of-life treatment. As in uh, mushrooms. And magic mushroom, that's right. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there was a Section 56 exemption uh, given by our health minister, federal health minister, uh, to these four uh, unfortunate individuals, um, allowing them to legally use uh, psilocybin in, in a therapeutic way, I guess, to help relieve their anxiety from the, they have terminal cancer and, and, and other horrible diseases, obviously. Yeah. Um, and when you're in that situation, I think you should be able to use anything you you want to be able to relieve your issues so that's yeah. right yeah so it's pretty cool and i mean obviously on the surface it's it's the, the main thing is is for these four four people to be able to, to find relief but um the section 56 is interesting because that's actually how back in 1999 and in the year 2000 that the first uh, iteration of the medical marijuana program the mmar here in canada got started through the exact same uh, section 56 exemption for or some very ill Canadians. So it doesn't mean that we're going to have a medical mushroom program or anything like this, but I mean, at least it's a kind of a, the door is slightly cracked open and the people will see that there, there is therapeutic value to, to these substances, uh, not just through the anecdotal evidence that hmm. is so, uh, you know, well, it's everywhere. It's good to Eerie. see about, you know, progress is being made in that direction. I think Absolutely. finally, 
think there was some movement in, in the states in that area too. Uh, I remember reading about Colorado was, was working on similar things. So right. more Denver, than one, I think, right? exactly, yes. More than one group are starting to see that there might be some merit here, you know, that we can't just put a blanket statement down on everything. Mm -hmm. So what are you saying, JB? You, you got some news. I do have some news. As you can <laughs> see up on the splash there, there is hundreds of people gathered here. This is a, it was a can of can or cork can expo. It was a big cannabis expo, expo that was held down in, um, in Cork, in the beautiful Cork. You did a great uh, picture on that photograph, GB. I can't see a single face on it. Perfect, man. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I hope so. I don't know. Well, everyone else. You see all that like smoke in the sky up there, you know? That's, uh, that's cannabis clouds. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that. So that, it was actually really good, lads. It was, um, there's, there is start, there's starting to be movement over here, and it's um, it's great to see it that there's not too much going on. But unfortunately, just after half hour, we have insert the man, the guards, the came, man, the man <laughs> with guns, with fucking guns, like the armed response <sighs> unit. You know, five dangerous spliff in your pocket that's right yeah you know, like exactly what did they think they were going to do did they think they were going to draw the spliffs like fucking sabers <laughs> and know. attack them you know them Come cannabis on. smokers are crazy man i've seen that film yeah. reef of madness and them motherfuckers jumping out of windows and shit yeah. <laughs> but that's a good point good point but we will what we will say there was some good news that came from it there was not one single person arrested or searched the guards, yeah, the guards weren't there because of the actual theme of the day. They had no problem with that. They had no problem with us all there smoking weed and trying to spread the message. The problem was there was just too many people. It's all yeah. this COVID restrictions, yeah. you know, they're afraid of the virus. Um, and in fairness, it's understandable. But they could have done something very easy. A superintendent could have came down, went to the organizers and said, guys, there's far too many people here. Would you be able to shut it down and maybe try to do it in, in a bigger area another time? Yeah. It would have been shut down. And you know, all of us, we're all happy people. <laughs> we would have just went, we would have went, yeah, okay, fair enough. They're being respectful. But, but like, the they, media they, wouldn't have got anywhere near that. And then it wouldn't have been this massive flipping campaign to like, all really bad weed smokers look yeah. drugs and in the field and they're all together and nobody's observing like, no masks, no one meters apart. Well, I, I will say it it was a park, lads, but there was like 300 people there. It was maybe maybe two acres. It's a lot smaller than two acres because it's, <laughs> it's smaller than my place. So it's it's it was fairly Yeah, you tight. could have it at your place next time. Oh, yeah, we really? could. We could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it got in with the neighbors. Break uh, uh, <laughs> up the grill, man. Time to make, make a party. <laughs> yeah, you can tell the old Bill to but, bugger off then, can't you? Yeah, but we do have another one anyway, lads. We have another um, protest coming up on the 29th of August. It's going to be happening up outside the Custom House, which is right in the heart of Dublin City. Lovely. Um, yeah, it's going to be fucking cool, guys, you know. So, and um, we're, we are we are going to be there at it as well. And I got down a bit late, unfortunately. Um, because I thought it was going to be going on for a bit longer. I want to be there for the cloud, for the, the big cloud and things. I was there for, for the small one at 420. I think there was meant to be a bigger one again. Unfortunately, the popo fucking locked us down. So that ended up, 
as I said, luckily nobody nobody was arrested, nobody anything, and it was there wasn't a problem with the theme. It was just because of the virus. Good. So the yeah. virus fucked us up again. <laughs> so did yeah. the police come running in, and instead of like with the guns going, oh, and freeze, mate, was it like no. everybody move? <laughs> you should have seen it. it. Was fucking crazy. Like we were standing no just. Way. You can see see where all the vans are now. I was standing over at the fence behind there because I was literally only after bringing the drone down and fucking just packing away and stuff. And like this, they just fucking came in like a like a armada or not an armada, a fucking convoy. Like there's only one way in and out of that park. And they came yeah. into one thing with all lights blare and fucking one boom, 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 one after the other. And everybody tried to escape through like this <laughs> little gap that was no bigger than like fucking three foot wide and through with like a, a bunch of hedges and trees. It was pandemonium. But again, it was madness. They had they were more concerned about who owned it, some fucking speaker than, than they were about a fucking a big cannabis plant, that a big weed plant in an air in an air pot, sitting right bang smack in the middle of it. You can see no way. Somebody you bought can, an You can see it here if you look in the picture there. <laughs> hey. now, she's right there in the middle. Oh right yeah. Oh right she, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no she was way. a big. She was a right. big plant. She was. She was fucking nip high like. Oh, that's a three gallon pot, man. That thing's three times the size of the pot. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah. That's 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 how we do it over here in Ireland. I'm telling you, <laughs> bring your own plant, not your own bag, man. Yeah, but no, I have to say it was a great, great day. It was great, great day. Yeah, man. So we got some forum news as well this week. We hit three thousand members. Yeah. How fucking cool is that? That is it's been, cool. it's been a long stream. It's, it's a nice milestone, man. I think five k the next milestone. That's uh, so in less than two years, Mackie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and le- like uh, I don't know, yeah, months? less than two years. Yeah, 18 months or something like that. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, really that, great. It's unbelievable yeah, it's crazy, growth. Man. Yeah, good stuff. And in that, we've got 1,600 different topics, man. 1,600 different topics. Nice. You know, threads and shit. That's 1,600. Wow. Oh, that's mad. Crazy numbers, man. Numbers which I thought would take much longer than this to see. You know, the website's grown so crazy fast. Uh, it's just the con. It's the content and the stuff that's on it, and it's the it's the community that we have on the forum. We've reached the top half a million sites in the world as well now. It's nice, uh, and there's a lot of websites out there. So. There is a lot of websites, <laughs> and we've got member of the month this week, which we haven't announced on the forum yet because we wanted to do it on the podcast. And we've got Cola Cody for all the epic work he's been doing, answering a lot of questions, helping out a lot of new growers. He's doing a great job over the last month before, which showed me some recognition. Yeah, yeah. the chat can do us a real solid here. Now, Cody doesn't know this yet. He doesn't listen to this live. So when you all get back to the forum, just congratulate Cody. But don't tell him why. Just, <laughs> we'll start a thread for congratulations, Cody, and just say congratulations. And he won't know anything until he listens to the podcast. Okay, guys? Yeah, there you good. go. That's our plot. Like yeah. So with that, we should move on to this week's famous stoner. Now, guys, well, who we are going to look at today is Frankie Loja, a.k.a. Franco the Strain Hunter. Yeah, man. This guy was a legend. He yeah. was a legend. Uh, he was a But he still is a legend. You, he you still know, is, he... yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he, he done so much, so much in the world of breeding, in the world of just weed, man, full stop. It was unbelievable. 
you know, but what mm-hmm. we do is we, we'll start off and we can um we can have little chit chats as, as we go through you know so we just start off just very briefly franco was born in italy he was born in turin in 74 you know um he has he's best known for being a member of the greenhouse e company that's based out of amsterdam the stoner mecca and he's worked there since 97 Greenhouse Seeds is a Dutch company that was formed by Arjun Roskam in 1985, one of the leading companies in the world of cannabis genetics and world-class seed bank. Mm-hmm. Oh, John, the king of cannabis. Mm-hmm. He is I want to get him on the show, man. I'm trying. Well, he will be somebody that we will be looking at in again in a couple of weeks. But what we do is we jump back. Um, Franco was the chief breeder in... Um, greenhouse seed company and after years and years of working there and pure dedication he actually became a partner in the company and uh, greenhouse is best known for selecting the best strains and it's it's won countless awards mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure most of us out here have grown strains um, yeah, or else we, we've Definitely come across got loads in the collection oh, yeah. smoked something by them for sure Oh yeah, they've 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 serious. They've won so many awards, but we actually have a couple of the awards that they've won further down. So we will come back to that. Um, well, back in two thousand and eight, Dave. So we jump a long time. So he he is um he used to go around the world basically looking for these strains and stuff everywhere, and um he eventually started up a series called Strain Hunters along with Roscombe where they documented their trips all around the world. They went into the most remote places in the world, trying to find um, the, the pure landrises and all the, the natural cannabis and ones that like nobody had found. And they brought them back and they tried to preserve them and they've bred with them and they've, they've done everything with them. But like, Have you all seen Strain Hunters? Have you seen it, GB? I, I've seen one or two. I, I only oh, briefly so... looked because I... I'm really only getting in, you know yourself, Mackie. This is why yeah, I, yeah. I opted to do this is because I'm learning about people that yeah. I've never known about. If you is... haven't seen Strain Hunters, it, when this is done, if you want to go watch some shit, Strain Hunters got like six episodes where they go to Jamaica, over to India, all around the world looking yeah. for the original land races, man. And there is some quality episodes. If you love weed, you will love that TV. When you go to Amsterdam and you sit in the greenhouse coffee shop, they have that on TV, so you can sit there watching it. And I've sat there for many hours watching Strand Hunters. <laughs> I've, I've watched every episode probably I don't know five or yeah, six times because I mean yeah. it's they're they're so good and they they don't just talk about weed because I mean they're you know they're brilliant weed geniuses uh, essentially, but they're into the the humanitarian part of it a lot too, and, and they showcase a lot of reasons why. Uh, legalization is is good for a lot of these developing countries and stuff because so many people rely on it as a, as a cash crop, not as drug dealers per se, yeah, but yeah. just to you know just to make ends meet basically. So it's really good, really really good. Highly Great recommend. Team. Yeah, sorry, GB, you wanna carry on, mate? Oh yeah, you know no, it's grand. Um, with a uh, greenhouse, as we all know, have won numerous numerous international prizes and awards along the way. Um, everybody knows the Super Lemon Haze. That they won, mm-hmm. they won, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they won the Cannabis Cup back in 2008 with that. They were first in that. They won the Cannabis Cup again in 2009. They won, what else did they win? They won the award, the IC420 Growers Cup. 
they won the Cannabis Cup again. I already came second again in the Cannabis Cup. They just they've won so many. It's just there's too many to to even go through. Like. We have a couple of them. Uh, lemon haze, I know, silver lemon haze. I'm not sure. It's in the prize pool for what's that, which we'll get to later. But you know, you can win a couple of them seeds from the greenhouse or, or over at Percy's. Yeah. Quite just tell us what the fuck that noise is later on. Um, so, um, unfortunately, Franco died in, on the 2nd of um, January in 2017. He died of malaria, cerebral malaria, that he got while he was in the Congo. And ironically, he was in the Congo searching and developing a local medicinal oil specifically to treat fucking malaria. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah um, I remember the day it happened, man. It was fucking shocking. Because yeah, I was a big man. fan of the greenhouse and, you know, I've been watching the strain hunters and shit. And you see, I followed him on Facebook and that. You see, sort of Franco's unfortunately passed away. You're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, you just They're like, massive shock. you think it's mm. bullshit because, I mean, yeah, he was like, wasn't an old guy, but, or anything like that. He didn't have health issues, but mm. I guess, yeah, malaria. No, and he left a very, so. he left a young family and everything behind, guys, you know? So, like, yeah, yeah, stuff. What I'd like to do is I'd like to uh, just jump on a thing that TG normally does and it's just a quote it's a quote that the man has and it's just amazing it's something that everybody needs uh, I think as a grower and everything and as a smoker I think everybody would feel the same it is cannabis is my passion my bread my home I feel it is my duty to make sure this amazing plant is preserved and enjoyed I am a smoker a grower a grower a breeder a strain hunter for life nice mm, so fucking sad yeah. yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, Franco. Rest Thanks in for peace. everything you did, man. Mm-hmm. So, on to the grow guides. Right. So, this episode, we want to we want to go about growing cannabis safely because we've discussed already how to set up, how to get your equipment, what kind of nutrients you might want to use. But before you actually start your grow there's some things that we should cover to make sure that you stay safe as a grower either with electricals or not getting caught by the police or you know some thugs that are going to kick your door in because no there's some plans for them for them to take you know so we're going to discuss what's known as the three rules and we're going to go into electrical safety as well so lads we all know what the three rules are zian you you want to go over rule number one no tell that's right do not Don't tell, tell anybody Tell no anybody, one. anybody, nobody, nobody. No, your mum and dad, no, your brothers and sisters, <laughs> nobody. If nobody knows, then nobody can grass on you. Yeah, that's right. You can tell your dog. Yeah. Loose lips sink ships, as they say, right? No. And it's major because a lot of people think that they can trust. Well, I can trust this guy. He's my best mate. He won't tell anybody, you know. But what happens is, he'll go and tell his you know best mate i can tell him he, he don't know anybody before you know it there's people you don't know know about your growth you know and it's not mm-hmm. a position you want to be in yeah. and so don't tell me well people I, I find that people not myself because like you know I, I like to follow these rules but if someone knows you grow they like to brag about knowing a grower it's cool for them and it gives them yeah, some sort yeah. of credibility or some shit right so yeah. Yeah. oh i know dude true. i can get as much free weed true. as i want yeah, mm-hmm. right. he grows so, the best careful. right right yeah and then we move on to rule number two yes. which is something which our website Percy's grow room you know stands strictly, by strictly yes yeah no and you want to go through that monkey 
Yeah, it's really easy. We don't sell. Period. Don't That's sell. the understatement. Don't we don't sell. sell. We don't promote people who sell. We mm-hmm. ban people from the site if they come and try to sell. Um, it's just not what we do. We're personal growers. And just in order to stay safe, you keep the law off of you, to keep yourself under the radar. You grow for yeah. yourself and only yourself. And I didn't even know the name of our grow room, Percy's Grow Room. To me, it was just a random name, but I had no idea. It's evidently, it's a British thing. Percy is personal. The Percy Grower. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that either. Yeah, so you're like me. We're North Americans, I guess. Unfortunately, yeah. we, we don't get it. But yeah, we are personal growers <laughs> and personal <laughs> growers don't sell. No, yeah, can, of course. We can spread it all over North America now. Yeah, we're yeah. going to, well, we've already done that. We're on a podcast now. Yeah. No, it's important because if you're going to break rule number two, then you're essentially breaking rule number one as well. Absolutely. You know? And it's not just that you, you, you want to grow just personal use because you won't grow a lot. You know, you can always prove it's just for yourself. And, mm-hmm. and if you sell your weed, you're going to run out before your fucking crops finished and you're going to be spending more money on shit weed buying off the street. Indeed. So just grow your crop, stick it in the jars, and keep it. Your shit, man. Nobody else's. That is the best weed you're going to get. You know, just keep it. And And like you said, go ahead. No, it's all you, man. I was going to say, like like Mikey mentioned about breaking rule. By breaking rule two, you break rule one. The people that you're dealing with in rule two, if you do decide to break it, probably, like I said, are even more apt to, if you, if you know, uh, all of a sudden stop helping them because yeah. for whatever reason they're going to be like i don't know they might be mad at you so maybe they want to yeah. fuck you over or something like that they might so, be sitting yeah. on the other side of the road waiting for you to go out and then you'll yeah. come back to a front right. door yeah. missing yeah they know you and yeah i mean it's just totally not worth it at all yeah the only thing i was going to say was the only thing that we do at percy's that that is that we and it's not even a breaking the rule. It's just kind of a gray area as we do allow personal growers that grow for other medical patients because that, that's a compassion thing. And there's not any real money to be made. Yeah, You're helping yeah, no. someone, you know, that's yeah, not, a, it's not a commercial venture for themselves, you know? No. Yes. Yeah, if you give it away, yeah, especially to people who aren't, they, they're not going to get it from somewhere else kind of thing. You're like, you're really helping them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they're not going to go spreading it around where they're getting it off. Ex- they're just saying, exactly. I know a guy. Right. But yeah. anyway, that, that's kind of our rules at Percy's. And that's, that's definitely one of the, one of the three. And then the last one, which is extremely important. If you live in an urban area, take it away, JB. is no smell. Mm-hmm. Cover that because we all we all love the smell of the dank, but now that everybody else does. <laughs> yep, and, so and it smells. Is, it it, well, it's not. It don't smell because you know it smells fucking beautiful. It's pungent. It's that's oh, yeah. it. it gets up into the air and it will spread. And it's a different yeah. smell to smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thick, pungent, humid smell, man. Like you can smell it. when you know that smell. When when you know. The smell of a growing plant, you, you could be walking down the road and you'll smell it when you walk past somebody who's growing and then not taking care of the smell. Now, if that's mm-hmm. a police officer who also knows the smell of a live cannabis plant, because they've probably seen it in training or they've seen it in, you know, when they're going to take doors off. So they know the smell. You oh, have to yeah. cover the smell and that can be done with a carbon filter. Yeah, and and there is other ways, but the cheapest, you know, the most used way by most Percy growers is using a carbon filter. Well, it's the most effective way. 
And make sure yeah. it's a decent carbon filter, though. Not one of these yeah. 1099 ones, because they ain't worth a fart. No, oh, really? Yeah, Man, is. I got to go change my filter now. <laughs> <laughs> the, I go you're okay, you're legal. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. No. no, you're not. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I no, have I a good filter on now. I do have a good I filter. I pump mine straight out. However, I, I have tons of paperwork. And, you know... Even in the situation that I that I did have to prove, it's probably in my best interest not to pump it out my chimney like I am yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. you know, like I don't know, we're in Canada, I guess. So maybe I it's maybe not I just should the change. Stories you need to worry about as well. That, like, exactly, the man. Who's gonna smell that shit? And that you don't want. You'd rather have the police coming through the door than some of those people, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to mess with the people in the black market. They're playing a different kind of game. Yeah, their rules exactly. are different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is so pungent. You know, I've, I've grown outdoor the last two years and, and come fall when the when the air is still and like you said, it's kind of humid and sticky out there. It hangs there. Oh, God, is it? It just smells like skunks live in my backyard. It's, it's really yeah. <laughs> So Carbon filter, it's so important. Buy a good one, you know, like uh, Rhino Air. <laughs> Rhino Rhino Mountain Air. Mm. No. Procana mm. are pretty good as well. Is it Procana? Yeah. Or Check kinda. the reviews, you know, ask around the forum, see what other growers use and, you know, go for the best you can because it's an important one. If you break that rule and people find out, then you're breaking rule number one again. Breaking rule, rule number three is like breaking rule number one. Letting that oh. smell get out is telling people there's a crop here. And you have to be careful. Make sure it has good Australian charcoal in it as well yeah that makes yeah. such a difference and um, because if they put in the cheap fucking shit that comes from russia and stuff it's just it's not good quality it, it like you might get one grow maybe two get a good australian one and you'll get a good like if you get you use a rhino a rhino pro you're gonna yeah. get a good six months to a year depending on how stinky stinky your fucking yeah that's a good question, actually. How long for you guys each? How long do you guys usually get out of a typical carbon filter that, that you oh, run shit. based on constraints? <laughs> well, zombie, I, I, I know your answer, man. <laughs> but zombies is, is a monster. It's nearly the size of a fucking room. <laughs> two years, two years, and and still going so far. Yeah, mm. really. Mm. Yeah, change yeah. mine every like three grows, maybe. Mm. And yeah, just, yeah. just to be sure. Because you can get those ones you can reverse them too, right? Where you stick the one side in the other and it pulls it the other way through the carbon. You get a little bit more uh, life that, out of it. That's what I've got right now. That's the iPower yeah. ones that you can do that. But I over yeah. overspec my tent. So my, my filter is probably three times too big and I haven't had to even flip it yet. So well, but, just, turn, just put your filter on the other end when it's like at its sell by date. So instead of sucking through it, you push through it. You can do that. But what it does is it just it makes the air get pulled from the opposite end of the carbon because the, yeah. the, the end that's closest to the intake is going to take more of a load kind of thing. Yeah, true. True. And you don't take any risks, man. Nah, don't, exactly. No, you don't cut corners, turn it around and shit. get a new one. Whatever it takes, stop that smell I, mm -hmm. Yeah. I always, um, I even in the room that I grow in, I keep just air fresheners going just like a tropical smell in here. Just to kind of blend with it, if I do have any funk or dank in the room. That way, if, yeah. if something does get out, it sounds, you know, I mean, honestly, it smells more like a motel room than anything else in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incense works pretty good if you, if you guys like burning incense. Yeah, I have incense. Yeah, it yeah. smells yeah. like a hippie, so it kind of defeats yeah, the purpose sometimes. But, you it know. works well, though. Yeah, whatever yeah. it takes, though, but just cover the smell with something, some way. Get rid of it. Absolutely. That's yeah. it. Do not break those three rules. They're very at any important. cost. If you yeah. break them, you are risking 
your safety simple and your freedom if you need the help figuring out how drop by percy's we'll show you how you know just keep it personal you're doing nothing wrong by growing your own personal supply you're actually doing good by taking money out of the black market you're only growing your own supply of weed man and this is where we move on to the next section of 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 grow guides here is we're going to grow with safety as well don't steal shit be a good grower. You know, some people, they want to rig up the electricity meter and try and get free electricity and shit like that. And that is not cool, man. That you, it's not only unsafe, but you're stealing from somebody. That's how you'll get caught. Yeah, as long as there's no victim in, yeah. in what you're doing, then there's not really any crime. And when you start stealing electricity, there's a victim, the electricity yeah. company. And you when know. you get to court for your grow, if mm. you hadn't have been stealing electricity, you'd have probably got a slap on the wrist. But stealing yeah. electricity, you're going to jail. It's yeah. true. Very true. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, there's like pl- plenty of, uh, if you if you really want to do it, I mean, it's expensive as heck. But I mean, buy some solar panels. The sun shits out free energy all the time and just rip that true. energy. Yeah. You know? If you're in Ireland, get yourself wind power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And it's I mean, dangerous, man. If that shit ain't done right, your whole house could burn down. You know, you can't have that, man. Yeah. Well, take them risks. Which risk? If you if the meters rigged and it's not oh wired. yeah 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 I was gonna say wind wind power and solar power are okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> trying to figure out what the wind power was gonna burn a house down, but I, I lost me. Did there I for just? A minute, but we're good. Yeah, sorry. Was I jumping <laughs> subject? You, quite, you missed a little bit out. <laughs> Let's call <laughs> it a hopscotch than more than a jump. I was thinking about yeah. rolling another thing. You know, yeah, well, I've already done that. So you know, another another very big thing is if you're growing urban, um, a lot of people grow in their attic. There's going to, depending on what you're going to grow with, there could be serious heat up there that's going to, and the fuckers fly out. We all know they fly overhead and just say, oh, what's that fucking thing blowing over there? Yeah, infrared, oh. man. They, yeah, they man. They, they, uh, they look at the roofs. Like here in Canada, we have snow on our roofs, right? And, and one of the jokes was you always had that one roof on the block with no yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Out there, right? So, but see, <laughs> pretty... that, that, that's kind of like, a lot of roofs aren't properly insulated so again the snow would disappear so the, the police would be that's, coming along kicking yeah, doors yeah. in of poorly insulated houses yeah that's but kind if, of more of just a, a kind of a, a red flag but there's a difference between a poor insulated house and having a poor insulated grow room in oh your yeah because all the pigeons sit on the poor mm. insulated grow room there's hundreds of birds sitting there. <laughs> yeah yeah, no, my roof. It, I don't grow in my in my top floor, and my roof never has snow because it just it just shits heat out all winter. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a good indication, but I mean, if if you have some stupid star sergeant Stenko cops, you know, from Cheech and Chong back in the day, maybe they're <laughs> you know looking for something. But uh, then again, sometimes they're just fucking because I find personally a lot of the time the cops they're just. They go after the the smaller guy. It's what they do kind of over here. They go after the smaller yeah. boys because they know they're not going to have to deal with anything. And it's at the end of the day, Absolutely. it's another notch on the post yeah. for them. Yeah. And it's it's how yeah. many arrests they get. Like we went they through, don't care exactly, right? No, guys, I went through a checkpoint today. We were driving down about fucking 300 meters away. I was smoking a spliff. I was in the passenger seat. And here's a fucking checkpoint. And I go, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) True. Now, I I already had a small bit left, but I just fucking, we were sitting in the thing. Your one came over. Go, well, where where are you coming from? 
because you see there's there's three counties and we were passing through one of them yeah. and it's in fucking lockdown <laughs> uh, and look, it's, it's mad like yeah it's weird because i was like, thinking you know what you just get random checkpoints in the what but yeah the covid man yeah yeah, yeah. oh no but they do random checkpoints <laughs> even on the motorway like I, I drive down the motorway and like you could come across a massive checkpoint in the middle yeah. of the motorway and these are going to check you for drugs, drink, social welfare to make sure that you're not working and claiming social. Uh, <laughs> then you'll go through the fucking the fuel dip to make sure you're not using yeah, green yeah. diesel. Vehicles ride with yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking man. lived in Ireland, man. Not Korea. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I didn't I get like it. We get them as well. I've, I've had a few of them where all the yeah. agencies are on one car park and they've dragged me in, especially when yeah. I had an old rusty knackered transit. Oh, no, this is nearly every single car. That, every car will be stopped. Or right, if they're no, just looking me, for... I, mine was a rusty knackered old transit, so they're obviously going to stop me, but they were stopping all commercial vehicles yeah. at the time. It's normally commercial vehicles, but if they see a car that right. looks like a bit dodgy, or if it's somebody in it that looks dodgy, or oh, right. uh, smells you know, of weed, <laughs> they just go you over. And like I, I'm always fucking stoned, you know. So like, <laughs> oh, same man, freaking yeah. out, man. <laughs> you know, we so tired. You go, oh no, <laughs> oh, God, I'm not, yeah, sit in the car while they do all their checks with the music on, just leaning back, thinking, <laughs> right, hurry up then. And you get this knock on the window, and you're like, oh, what? I'm all right, mate. Just carry on. <laughs> Check those wheels. <laughs> Kick the tires. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there's another thing, you know, when you are growing, if you get caught with weed outside, there's always yeah. a chance the police officers are going to go, we want to come and check your house. Yeah. So you have to be more cautious when you're out as well. You don't just go around walking about a place blazing this place. Don't let anybody know you even smoke. Add that to rule number one. You know, let oh, your yeah. friends know you smoke. I let but, everybody know. So oh I'm yeah, already. I don't care. I'm the same as I'm the same as Ian. Oh, I'd walk down the beach. I'd walk down the road. Yeah, the same as. Yeah, I'd go to the shop. I put I put my spliff on the windowsill outside the shop. Go in, buy me stuff, pick me spliff up, and carry on again. I don't even do that. I just kind of fucking tip it a little bit, my fingers, and stick it into my back pocket. <laughs> no, I, I don't. don't I'm usually at the shop early in the morning, so there's nobody else about, so I'm not going to lose it. In Canada, like as as medical patients, we do have a bit more rights than your average weed smoking person on the street. But even I don't fuck with that, just because like, you know, even if the cop, even if you if you, if you have your papers all set and stuff, they can still they'll still take your shit, and then it's up to yeah, you yeah, to kind of yeah. prove yourself, fucking yeah. just to inconvenience. Yeah, it's just such a pain the in the ass. Proof yeah. Is so on it's, you. It, yeah, it's just not worth dealing with any of that shit. So just yeah, three rules, man. Like, stick by them. No so let's talk about fire safety as well. You know, yes. make sure that you That's use good quality timers and plugs. Yes. Don't Most just important. use you know, and, and make sure you use the equipment properly. What timer, even though it's cheap at one ninety nine on eBay, is no good for twelve hundred watts worth of light. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Lumatech make a good timer. They will mm. make good timers. Just make sure that the capacity of the timer is. Yeah rated at more than the capacity of what you're plugging into it yeah yeah and make sure it's you know certified by the various institutions you don't just want some thing that some dude made in his garage you know not that that's got i've got a couple of things that some dude made in his garage but i stand by my safety don't worry mate of course (laughs) that guy guy was probably zombie nation huh 
Uh, you know yeah. what I mean, right? But yeah, so, yeah. There's, 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 especially the, the the eBay, Amazon, like switches and um, yeah. timers, and whatever. They can they can boast about all sorts of things, and I've seen fires with three timers now that have basically set fire to the houses. I've been in to repair the houses, and yeah. they've started exactly where the timer is, big hole in the wooden floor, and the rest of the house has gone up. Wow. So, it's um, exactly one of the arguments here in Canada as to why a lot of the insure. Well, I don't think there's any insurance yeah. companies that will insure your house if you tell them that you grow cannabis there. God no, they, same here. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Well, well pretty, obviously we can't. Yeah, but, but we, even with legal here, yeah, if you tell yeah, them yeah, they're yeah. gonna because it's moldy and because you're gonna yeah, start your house on problem. fire. But you've you know. got water and electricity in the same place. Who'd want to insure yeah. that? Add yeah. heat. Now we have a and real good heat. recipe. Yeah. And stoners, electricals off the floor, yeah, and stoners. That, that's a big thing. <laughs> stoners you, are a big factor, yeah. You could have a dry medium as well. Cocoa, if cocoa was near dry, a small fucking bit of tinder or a bit of yeah. a, a spark would set it up. Or you could have one of them CO2 generators with a gas bottle connected improperly and the gas just fills your room and kaboom. Mm. The CO2 Anything. don't like it. No, I don't use that stuff. I mean, I don't need CO2 it. CO2 is a uh, retardant fire it'll kill he's talking about those combustion generators that actually you know they leak the uh butane into those generators yeah, 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 CO2. Yeah. the butane that's coming out then you're fucked for sure yeah exactly the, the, what's it always going for not yeah. not the, the co2 this is actually fire extinguisher that you can get that you can hang up in your grow room and if there's any fire around there then they'll push out a load of gas so it doesn't affect the crop say very high in flower and there's a fire oh. yes, just, the gas i ones. have yeah, yeah there's they make a gas powder one. ones as well which are the cheaper yeah. ones but, but that will fuck up you powder ones if it yeah. goes off improperly or you lights a little bit close to it i don't know if it's made wrong or the sensor's wrong something's wrong you've killed your grow with the yeah. gas ones they're more expensive but if it goes off unnecessarily your grow's still going can't yeah, put a price just, on peace of mind, you know? Yeah. I put a fire, or, I mean, a, a smoke detector right above my tent, and I have a fire extinguisher on hand. I mean, which isn't the yeah. best thing, but I mean, yeah, well, I don't yeah, have. It's, 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 you a, know. it's a step. It saves you running around yeah. like a blue ass fly looking for one when you need one. For sure. Mm-hmm. But, but like we said, like prevention is the best thing. I have a little yeah. tool. I don't know if you guys have these or have seen these. They're called a kilowatt meter. I think mm-hmm. I don't have kilowatt. Yeah, you we plug them in. Free. <laughs> yeah, so do we. Or I, well, that's right. I got mine free. But um, anyway, they're they're not very expensive if you don't get them for free. <laughs> but you plug in your your power bar to this thing that's plugged into your outlet, and then it tells you exactly how many watts you're drawing, the amperage, the volts, uh, your power factor, um, and you can keep track of you know your uh, kilowatts used and all that kind of fun stuff if you really want. But you use it for, you know, just to make sure you're not over capacity. I use it every time I set up a new grow, um, just to make sure. Very good for these people that tend to use extension leads for everything. Well, that's mm. what I was going to say that as well. If you use, I, I'm using extension leads at the minute because I'm waiting for um, my electrician friend to come and wire up my grow for me. Um, extension leads are okay. but Once you have them pulled all the way out. Pull the wire the whole way yeah, out. No, no coiled wires and yeah. don't overload it. If it's a 13 amp extension, that's it. 13 amps. Exactly. And don't don't put maximum through it. You don't want maximum yeah. going through your cables. You want like if it's 13 amps, maximum 10 amps. Mm. Good, sure, good. Yeah. Always leave Happy. a bit. Yeah. Do the monkey do grow style. Over spec it. Yes, oh, you have always. to. I, I I've done the same, lads. And you know the reason why I've done because I I'm a wooden box within a shed. 
yeah. within the shed, there is a ton and a half of fucking turf on the far side of one wall. And on Wait the a minute, side, we used to build fires like that in Boy Scouts, you know, a wooden box and a wooden box <laughs> and a wooden box. Yeah, I, I can remember uh, that. On the other side of that is a fucking 2000 liter oil tank. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to be extremely careful so when it comes to fire. Do you not get like uh, inspections by the fire brigade in Ireland then? No, not where I am. I'm in the right. fucking boggers and nowhere, man. <laughs> uh, my old man's got oil fired heating and uh, the, the guy that came out to service it refused to do it because he's the flue of his boiler. Because my dad's like me, he does, he does a bit of everything. Mm. So he's moved his boiler from inside to outside and he's pointed his flue at his oil tank, which is like 20 foot away. <laughs> and the geezer, the geezer refused to service his boiler because he said that the flue might set fire to the oil tank, which is 20 foot away. And I'm thinking, what? Flew on these, like, oil-fired boilers? I've never seen a jet engine flue. No, I was yeah. going to say that the... Like, I, my know. one is at my back door, lads. <laughs> Mine's at my back door. The, the fucking boiler is there, and the, the thing just literally points out and points at the back door, and yeah. it's grand. Hello. Yeah. But he, even... Oh, fuck. That's just stupid. But yeah, no, we wow. don't do that over here. <laughs> I, I know if you're, stupid, yeah, if you if you have gas, gas is different. If you have gas, it has to be registered or has to be checked every year or every two years. Yeah. Oil yeah. is you only get a service when you need it. Well, that's manual, that is. Yeah. So there we go, man. That that's pretty much. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. Always be careful and err on the side of caution because yeah. you have to be safe. You know, that's all we want, really. This is the whole idea of Percy's Grow Room and shit. We want to try and keep people safe by providing them with their own supply of clean cannabis so yes. you know it's safe. But we want you to be safe doing it. If things uh, go wrong during the harvest, man, you never enjoy it, you know? So Yeah, that's true. So be safe. Are. Exactly. If somebody else gets your harvest. Because <laughs> because everybody knows you're going to have enough fucking mistakes in the, the thing by dropping lights or flooding the fucking tent and shit yourself. Right. Yeah, right. There's no <laughs> point... Yeah, there's no point in fucking making like a dangerous thing that you know that yeah. it could happen if you're not there. If you mm-hmm. do use oh. extension leads and the like, do not put them on the floor of your tent. Hang them up mm-hmm. on the ceiling. Yep. Yes. Every single electrical connection, keep off the floor. Yeah. Yep. Always don't put any electrics on the floor, especially your fucking ballast. I've seen that in the past. My gosh. <laughs> Imagine just the slightest bit of spillage and some water gets on that beast oh, 600 watt ballast. Come on, mate. Be careful. <laughs> well, this is why they put shades on top of lights, isn't it? So the, the water doesn't hit the light bulb. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Safety first. So what I thought was to reflect the light. Well, no, the general it's a purpose. dual purpose oh. kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, you want to protect that red hot light bulb from any kind of moisture. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Especially, you know, when you're foliar feed plants as well, make yeah. sure that you raise your lights or like yeah. way up or do it yeah. when the lights are off. Yeah. You don't want to burn your plants for one, but of course you don't want to oh. hit the bulb with spray. Uh, I see Richard D is very fancy. He has contractor's boards in his grow oh, yeah. room. Oh, yeah, yeah, very it. fancy Richard D. <laughs> <laughs> very fancy indeed. So uh, with that, just be careful, man. Follow yeah. the instructions. Hope this helps you. And don't break the three rules under any conditions. You know, that's the most important thing, what you're going to take away from this. Don't break those three rules. Memorize them. Don't tell. Don't smell. Don't sell. Yeah. Right. I think simple. I nearly forgot them then. <laughs> yeah, sure, too. Give us a shout on the forum. We got lots of good 
very knowledgeable people that can answer pretty much any of these kinds of questions about electrical or all that stuff. So don't hesitate to ask. Yeah, yeah. no, everybody is there and everybody's done it. So we can all help. Okay, zombie. <laughs> yeah. Train of the week. Are we ready? And what do we have? The strain of the week this week. Uh, we're going to talk about Skittles a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Last week when we did the interview with Milo from Milo. Big Buddha, he was smoking on Skittles the entire interview. And he said that was he his current. He did mention it a few times, didn't he? He did quite a few. And, mm. and you didn't hear the whole interview because that, that was edited quite a bit. Yes. But Mackie and I were watching the cloud of Skittles coming the whole time. But anyway, I thought it would be kind of interesting to go ahead and talk about Skittles a little bit. And Skittles is an indigent dominant hybrid of grape ape and grapefruit. And it's also crossed, as usually you, you hear, with an undisclosed strain. Now, you know, of that, yeah, of course, but the secret recipe, <laughs> the secret sauce, that's all it is. And most, most websites credit the, uh, the strain to the third family, third gen family. And some of them give also minor credit to turp hogs. I don't know what that's all about. I couldn't, couldn't find the reason why it's only minor credit to turp hogs, but everybody said third family gen. Now that the strain comes back in at 7030 on indica dominant. And the THC can range anywhere from 15 to 23%. And I think most of it uh, comes in somewhere around 13 to 15, which would be about right. Um, I, this is one I have smoked quite a bit of in Denver. Um, it's very interesting. I, I thought it tasted very much like a bag of Skittles. It was candy hmm. <laughs> with a hell of a kick. Uh, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it was really, it was fun to smoke. It was easy to smoke. And it was one of those hybrid strains, I can compare it to two or three other ones, that's almost a little bit of everything. It kind of had that up of the sativa, but the chill of, of the indica, but it didn't have the couch lock. So it was kind of a best of both worlds thing. So any, anybody else smoke this one? I'm growing it now. Yeah, I, I haven't. I'm looking forward to it because it is what is being puffed out of my, in, in my tent this weekend, or not this yeah. week, this uh, uh, weekend coming. Gracie is a Skittles? Gracie's not, no, Gracie is a snowbud. She is ah. actually, she is the last of her genetics because they don't sell at the seed banks. Um, it was their own version. Um, it was a small little seed bank over here in Ireland called the Wright Seed Bank. But you've got a Skittle somewhere? I have some Seedman's, uh, Seedman's ah, Skittles and they oh. are in my vault outside and they yeah, are being, just, um, they're being popped the weekend coming. I just finished some Seedman's Auto Skittles. That's I, what I have. I have to say, I, I hate this name, Skittles with a Z. It pisses me off. I, yeah, I get into some of those copyright <laughs> things, isn't it? I, yeah, I, I realize this, but it just, I just, I, I don't know. Just say Skittles and be done with it. Yeah. I, oh, I just I grew it. It was a, it was a nice thing to grow or a nice strain. Mine, yeah, it was from Seedsman. I, I wasn't too impressed with, uh, but then it, I was the taste wasn't super sweet. I, I will admit, uh, I had heat issues, so that could have uh, evaporated a lot of the useful terpenes that we were looking for. But mm -hmm. um, I just smoked actually my my last nug of it last night, and finally hey. I was like, this is really good shit. And of course, it's all <laughs> gone now. So. Yeah, but so I, yeah. I'm gonna miss it. <laughs> yeah, about how long was that cure on it then at that point? Uh, that would be six, seven weeks, okay. I guess. Yeah, that's about so. right. That's about when it to me at least, that's when the weed really starts getting getting really nice, about six or six yeah. weeks in. 
that's what yeah. I like to get it at least. I usually just yeah pick away at it as as it cures, curing as I smoke. I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it'll be left by six weeks. There'll be something there, you know. Yeah, there's a grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, nice but, to uh, grow though. Easy to grow, I will say. Yeah, but Skittles is said to have the aroma of like uh, all the different flavors that you're probably going to find in a bag of Skittles: strawberry, grape, berry, those kind of things like that. And they say when you grind it, grind Skittles, which I, I I'll fess up. I, w I was buying pre-rolls. I was out of, out of pocket and I didn't have any place to process anything. And you all know pre-rolls, you can't get that sensory experience when you crush that bud. But they say it kind of has a little bit of a sourness that comes out when you crush it. And I can, I would say, yeah. Mine, had, mine was more soury metallic, I would say. Not too much sweet, but definitely that, that part of it for sure. So that, that was the sour part of the Skittles. But you didn't get the sugar is what, I, what I'm hearing. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. And then in the reviews on Skittles, uh, this was kind of fun to me, you know, because it's been a long time since, uh, since this is going to maybe show a little bit of my age here, but it's been a long time since I've had a really, really trippy high going. But somebody had written a review on it. it says when taken in large doses, Skittles can cause distorted sight and a new way of seeing things around you. This is something that <laughs> might, you might want to try so at home or somewhere where you feel safe. Thinking like, wow, <laughs> this person must have really OD'd on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. A lightweight. I, mean, exactly. oh, I was going to say, or else it does. <laughs> uh, lads, so any use, I just, I don't really get no. when they're talking about all the, the these effects. And no. I go, look, I don't, I just, I'm just chill. It's not, I don't get, I don't get a head buzz. I don't get the couch lock. The couch lock is what I am chasing. Yeah. I have not had it for fucking yeah. ever. Let, it's like 20 years. Amber. Let, let them go lots amber. Like I, 40% amber. And that will kill you, mate. Don't worry about that. I have I have at <laughs> least another. T I just went through my trikes tonight on Grace. They're about 10%. I went, oh, no, you're not even ready yet. You no, need, no, you need longer, longer, longer. Lock, longer. Let it go. Yeah, no. So I, did, so. I did. It's, it's quite funny as it goes because the Skittles I've got going now is a, a, a grower's choice. Okay. Um, my second best strain that I've grown so far was also grower's choice, brain damage. And that was mental. And I let that go to about 25%, I think. And I, I had to, I had to take a week off work. I just couldn't cope with it. I was, I was sat on my seat watching YouTube. Yeah, so, most oh. impressed. So and that's that another much. one that's coming up. Well, I'm looking mm. forward to the smoke report on that run, Z ZN. I mean, oh, after you bit let it go that far, I'd like to find out exactly what it's like. Oh, yeah. I did now. I did this one what six months ago, the brain damage. But no, I'm, I'm talking about the skittles. I mean, the oh skittles. yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to let the skittles do the same thing. I think. Yeah. Be nice to find out how oh, yeah. it comes out when you're done with it, though. Mm, yeah, I'll keep you updated. Don't worry. Mm. Be nice right, to so, know, man. There we go. Strain of the week. Check it out if you haven't already. But now we're going to move on to the interview session. Yeah, so this week we had the uh, privilege of interviewing Tad Hussey from... Kiss Organics. So I'm just a little stone right here. Let me sell. Are you yeah, high on homegrown? No, I do not. Cannabis. Why is yeah. cannabis? Uh, I, I am a professional. Professionals don't use marijuana. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. I'm a juice, lads. I'm fucking mashed. <laughs> so th this was all about organics, you know? Yeah, this was all about organics, this interview here, and I know 
fuck all about organics, really. It's like way out my depth. So I just let TG and Tad talk their shit, man. Listen. Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a noob. <laughs> Tad knows his stuff far more than I. I'm like, you know, most of mine, or not most, but a lot of my information comes from Tad's website. You know, like I just repeat what he yeah. says. So he's, and yeah, he's, he's, he's podcast as well. You know, he's got an awesome podcast. Yeah. Uh, so much cannabis, knowledge. Cannabis cultivation. Cannabis cultivation and science. science. Yeah. 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 If you're into the, the science and cultivation, <laughs> which we all are, definitely give it a listen. Mm. See, yeah. I've I've never really been too into the science of it because she's going to grow. That's I that's why I grow in um cocoa mm. with salts. I grow it nice and I put I pulled it all the way back on me nutrients. So I only grow with A B and a bit of PK. Mm. You know, uh it's and it's just so easy. You just you know, you go and write that fucking five mil in leave it be for about an hour or so and in yeah. she goes the soil is uh, it's easier than that it's much easier is it because you have to think of like ooh, and then you have to like let it cook right. for weeks and weeks right. and weeks on end oh well, all yeah. that that's just waiting yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well soil i mean we should distinguish what soil is. When I say soil, I mean I mean super soil, where it's yeah, yeah. the stuff is in there. Soil as a potting soil medium is no different than cocoa. It's inert, right? It's usually just made up of of peat and some other stuff. But you have to add the nutrients to that, just like you do in cocoa, just like you do in hydro. So. And some soils, yeah. I mean, can yeah. it, can it, it No. Well, if they're fortified, yeah. I mean, there's the water only kind of thing. However, I mean, I I speak specifically um, when I talk about soil as as the organic like the yeah. just just water only kind of thing so okay um so so we'll, we'll get this interview running but organics baffles me sometimes it's a step i'm going to take soon but here we go here is tad hussey <laughs> so uh, let, let's get started from the beginning then uh okay. what made you build kiss organics uh you know it started with just uh a passion for organic gardening really um when i first started i never had any intention of getting involved in the cannabis industry or anything like that uh we were opening uh, kiss farm keep it simple farm with the idea of focusing on being an edible nursery uh, teaching people to grow their own food using organic methods, uh, you know, raising chickens, things like that. And uh, we just kept getting more and more interest in high quality soils. And I had been to a fair number of hydro shops and seen the offerings on the, uh, on the shelves. And I'd, I'd never seen products offered like that because I grew up with my parents owning a nursery right. and I had a lot of familiarity around, you know, traditional fertilizers. And so seeing these bottles with you know, girls in bikinis and these you know, giant big beanstalk looking plants and, and all that was, it was just a whole new world. And I, I started growing a little bit myself and I realized like um, you don't necessarily need all those things to grow a healthy cannabis plant. Mm -hmm. And that really took me down a rabbit hole of uh, looking into the science uh, and, and ways to build container media or what we now call people call living soils. And uh, that's really what sparked everything off. So I find it really interesting that, yeah, like you say cannabis, when you go into the hydro shops, they're about the only like special 
specialized grow shop, I guess, that do have all those other nutrients. Any other, you know, horticultural type industry, you have your your basic stuff, but I think the cannabis industry has all those fancy labels with all the, the pictures and stuff. So I always found that interesting as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they're like a they're like a ten times the price of any other, you know, traditional fertilizer. And you start looking at the ingredient mm -hmm. list, you start looking at the NPK values, and you realize that you're in a lot of ways you're overpaying. Uh, they do sure. simplify the process for you, but if you're willing to do a little bit of homework and educate yourself, which I think is important just as a grower to be a better grower, then there's no reason you can't um, you can't learn a lot about yourself because uh, you know you meet these guys that are master growers and then you talk to them and they're like they only know how to run general hydro parts A and B. You know they if you want to get them to grow anything else, it's just they don't know how to do it. Um, and so the mm -hmm. art, my idea originally when we first started all of this and the cannabis side was like, I wanted to be able to go to someone who was a cancer patient or a medical patient, be able to walk into a hydro shop and uh, rather than having to deal with all those bottles, just get a bag of soil and be like, plant your plant, keep it watered and get a, you know, good, healthy, organic yield. Um, that was where this all started. And then we, it mm -hmm. kind of evolved from there when we started realizing that there were commercial applications and we could do a lot of the same things we're doing outdoors on an agricultural scale, but, you know, sort of miniaturized in uh, controlled environment agriculture on the commercial side. No, I'd like to actually, I have a question. I always, I've been reading um, Dr. Elaine Ingham. I remember a quote from her saying that if you're, if your living soil has the, the, the proper proportion of microbes and stuff you can actually get away without without having to to reamend and stuff just by having the microbes eat each other and produce the the wastes i guess is what the what the plants would would uh would feed on exclusively what do you what do you think about that or you need to have some sort of i guess other microbe food besides the the microbes you know i appreciate dr ingham for really bringing the soil food lab to people's attention her and jeff really did a lot to make people, uh, you know, more aware of how important a role microbes play in the soil. So what I would say to that, because I've heard a few claims come out of her camp around this idea that we don't need to worry about minerals and nutrients in soils, the microbes, if balanced correctly, right. will take care yeah, of that's, it. Yeah, um, that's what I was referring to. I've also heard that you don't need to worry about pests and disease if you get the right fungal to bacteria ratio or the right microbes in the soil. You know, what I would say to that is, when you go to harvest the plants, assuming we have a closed system here, well, we don't have a closed system. You know, you're, you have, let's say a plant in a pot and you go to harvest that plant. What are you taking out of that soil? Well, you're removing organic matter from what was in that soil and you're removing nutrients. So over time, those need to be replaced. Now, I would agree that microbes can help buffer that, but at the end of the day, if there's no nitrogen in your soil and you don't have any you know, nitrogen fixing bacteria, they're, they're not going to be able to make nitrogen out of the air. The mm. plant's going to sure. suffer and die. If there's no calcium in the soil, well, they can't make calcium out of nothing. So at some point yeah. in time, you need that calcium or that will be the limiting factor of growth. Um, many right. soils have more nutrients than the plant can access or needs. And that's where that microbial component or switch, I think is really important. But I would say that's an oversimplification of the process in, in the sense that I think by managing the soils uh, properly, both from a you know, chemical or mineral perspective and from a biological perspective, really what sets you up to be as most successful as possible. Because there's really these two 
there's these two camps that have kind of been fighting and I think they're both a little right and they're both a little wrong when we talk about like people on the fringe of organic growing. And that's sort of this soil food web camp that just focuses, you know, on microbes and microbial activity in the soil. And then you also have people like uh, William Albrecht and uh, Steve Solomon, Kerry Reams, um, Michael Estera, and they're on the side of mineral balancing. And they say, you know, if you look at a soil test and get all the minerals in the soil where they need to be, the microbes are going to show up and they're going to cycle those nutrients and make them available. Long story short, they're both a little right, sense. and I think both a little wrong. And so if you can do both, you know, take care of the microbes in the soil through, uh, you know, proper soil management, and then also take care of the fertility in the soil through proper mm -hmm. nutrient management, you're going to have the best of both worlds. I think I agree. Yeah. It's more, it's not red versus blue. It's more of, I think you need purple, <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. Do you have any problems with bugs though, Todd? Absolutely. <laughs> any grower that tells you he doesn't ever have any problems with bugs is either, the, I haven't met them or uh, they're, they're a liar. Cause I feel like every grow at some point in time is going to have to deal with bugs. Yeah. Now, as a grow that is leaving the soil in the room or keeping it in the grow facility, you're going to have more problems with bugs potentially. So if you want to grow like this, you need to have, you need, you need your IPM game to be on point. Mm -hmm. And absolutely. So essentially the key there is keeping the bugs under a threat, an economic threshold. So that's saying, yeah. okay, I'm going to have fungus gnats, you know, I, when you're growing in soil, always do. you always do. It's just, it's one of those things yeah. that they're impossible to keep out, but you can manage them through, you know, the, the BTI, the cell sturgeonensis. You can manage them through, uh, you know, proper uh, application of SF nematodes. Um, if we want to yeah, talk about, yeah, if we want to talk about other things like thrips or spider mites or broad mites, all of these things, once you get them in your grow, you're not going to necessarily be bringing it in with the soil. The, the fungus gnats, absolutely, that's probably coming in potentially with your soil, but those other things should not come in with your soil. However, yeah. at some point in time, if they come in contact with your grow, uh, you do need to have a strategy for managing them. And a lot of that is the beneficial insect releases, having proper, mm -hmm. you know, sprays. That's where things like Suffoil X is something that Suzanne Wainwright Evans talks about. That's a really, uh, really great oil-based product. Yeah, you, you have to be on top of your game. Prevention is the best medicine. And like you say, with, our, with growing in soil, you're always going to have bugs. I've literally never, never not had uh, fungus gnats. I usually get the occasional thrip, but um, yeah, de uh, deploy some predatory mites, get your nematodes going, and uh, you know, brush off your uh, your shirt before you go down into your tent, and you should be okay. <laughs> no, I don't get bugs, man. I grow in cocoa, and I rarely see any bugs in the grow room. The only time I have seen them is when I moved to soil for a while, and that brought. Uh, I did have uh, thrips in cocoa once, but that I moved to a different kind of cocoa, and I think it came in with the bag. But other than that time I moved to soil, because I keep, I keep a clean grow room. But you know, when I went in soil, yeah, I had loads of problems, man. And that's what you know puts me off going back to organics a little bit there. I, just, I don't want bugs running around the place, man. Well, when you talk about organics, you're going to have bugs. Yeah, that's the pro Yeah, it's part of the job, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing the work for you. I mean, the larger microarthropods or predatory mites are managing... Mm -hmm and keeping those bugs, uh, it's kind of like an extra layer of protection in a lot of ways. So you have to get used to seeing bugs. It's not, 
don't picture like you just have all these things flying around the room and you're like constantly swatting on your face. Yeah. But if you were to scratch into your soil, you're going to see worms. You're going to see, you know, row beetles and hypoaspis mites. And the thing with soil though, is you do, I guess you do the work initially when you're building your soil, yeah. you're reading, you're trying to get the right ratios or going out into the store and spending that money. But then um, throughout the rest of the grow, it's pretty simple mm -hmm. versus cocoa where, it's you know pretty rel or relatively easy to set up i guess and, and measure your stuff but you're doing that every single every, time every day water, pretty much for me yeah you know and that because when you say you know you put the soil in you get an automated watering system you don't have to do anything for the rest of the grow other than a little bit of trimming and searching for bugs i'm like my god how do i say it up? please because <laughs> 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 you know, i'm sick of fucking watering plants man <laughs> You know, one thing I will give you guys, uh, you hydro guys credit for, is you're a lot better at identifying deficiencies. But they're a lot uh, easier a lot to fix. That That's that's, that's the big difference as well. You know, if you have a problem in the living soil, you have to identify it, figure out what it is, find the appropriate foods for it, and then feed it. And then it needs time to settle into the medium, be broken down and be plant available. With salt-based nutrients straight in, you know, 24 hours it's fixed. Exactly. Yeah. Less variability too, you know, like in, in the super soil living cell, you have different uh, interactions that you might not be totally aware of that are happening. Mm. And, and yeah. Well, that's it. It's the more natural way, man. Organics is just, I think salt-based nutrients is the lazy way to some extent, because it's just, it is simple, just growing by numbers. You know, here's, here's your numbers. Add this much and this much and this much. Watch for reactions. Yeah, I, I will find though, usually when I see people with, that are having like what they call deficiencies or toxicities, a lot of it relates to their watering. They're either over mm -hmm. or under watering. Their yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pH too, like you mentioned earlier, is a huge thing. You, yeah. You, you don't need to check pH in soil. <laughs> it's strange yeah, how yeah. that's out no. there because it, I've heard it in so many places. Like, oh, you're growing in soil, yeah. you don't need to check pH. And it's like, why do people think that when... Yeah, you know, remember when acid rain was such a big problem back in like the early nineties? It's like we've got to be careful with the ozone, man, and we're getting acid rain. It's like obviously mm. acidic water fed to plants is going to start causing yeah. problems. And all water's different too, mm. so you you really need to be on top. Yeah, of that's that. another point. I heard of somebody with yeah. pH water of on like nine point or something? The soil does have better buffering capacity, so you can get away with a lot more than you would in. Mm. Um, than in other growing media or other methods. Sure. Uh, I will throw out a good resource for people when we do talk about deficiencies, though, is uh, there's a paper out by Paul Coxon, C-O-C-K-S-O-N. And uh, it's if you type in, like, cannabis deficiency in his name, it'll pop up, and it's a free download. And uh, what he did, he's the only one to do any university research on this, is he, he literally removed one element at a time a plant so he gave a plant uh essentially no nitrogen but every other element and this awesome. is a, this is all with chemicals and then he photographed oh. the results and so you see a yeah, lot of things cool. out there you know another fun one like that whole cal mag thing well cal mag is yeah. not a nutrient there's calcium and there's magnesium so it's mm. either one or the other yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and he kind of shows it's that. always the solution yeah yeah so, don't uh, underestimate the importance resource. of calcium, man. It's an important nutrient. And without magnesium, calcium can't work properly. So they sort of work together. 
but there's always well most of the time there's a lot of calcium in the background water you know before you've even added anything to it our water is fairly alkaline we have a lot of calcium carbonate up here the, the ph of our water right out of the taps actually 8.2 so yeah you do have to watch for bicarbonate buildup when you are watering with water that's really high in calcium carbonate mm. um, and we've seen on the commercial scale um, i got a, a buddy in maine now who by dropping the ph in his water from even like 7.2 down to 6.5 using phosphoric acid, he's getting much better yields in his living soil than he was before. So oh, yeah, um, I do that all the time. 6.5 is apparently the best place, right? I guess it depends, but yeah. that's what I always try to shoot for. But yeah, you, you got to pH your water. Like, I don't know why that's such a prevalent thing with the soil. Tad, with your water, do you collect rainwater? Do you use the spring water? What do you use for uh, your plants? Uh, you know, we have pretty good water here in the you know, Pacific Northwest, Seattle area. It's fairly okay. neutral. It doesn't have a lot in it. Um, I'm on city water, so I have chlorine in my water. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of organic growers will treat and remove that chlorine. I don't even really necessarily worry about that. Um, you know, it will kill some of your microbial activity, but you have so much organic matter in that soil to where I think it's a pretty low concern. I remember you a quote, um, from your Jeff Lowenfels episode of your podcast, where you say you're talking about mycorrhizal fungi and and you use it more of a to allow the plant to use it when it needs to, if it needs to, kind of thing, versus having that as the thing that it has to use all the time. Because I, I totally agree. Like you say, the, the plant is much more in tune with what it needs than than we are. So mm. if you provide it with a full suite of uh, you know all the the minerals not just your npk but you throw some kelp in there which has the you know 88 micronutrients and all that and just allow it to take what it wants from an all-you-can-eat buffet um yeah i think that's the best way to go yeah i think the closest human analogy i've heard is sort of this idea of looking at chemical nutrients like growing with steroids and yeah and you know performance hormones. performance yep. enhancing drugs <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah, you may you may have you know the plant may look good on the outside, but it's probably going to be more susceptible to disease. It's not going to have the same sure. level of uh, terpene expression potentially. Yeah. Um, we see really, you know, we see really really high and consistent uh, cannabinoid profiles. You know, THC typically over twenty six percent, twenty eight percent across a wide variety of genetics. Um, it's uh. I think it's a way to go. You know, if people are willing to give it a shot, um, oh. it's a great way to grow. I'm going to do it. You know, it's mm -hmm. my next grow. My next grow, I'm going to do it. <laughs> when my cheese comes down. It's a good recipe on the website. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it, man. I have to. It's been too long, man. This is, That's how I want to grow. I just know about that initial step. is going to be a pain in the ass, man, building that soil. But once it's done, it's done. You know, and I can just plant that shit. Absolutely. Oh, man. Because I know the end products are so beautiful as well. And that's why it matters, you know, the terpene profile to get that tasty, 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 stinky weed. Mm. Is your soil a kind of a derivative of, of the subcool and Vic High and all those kind of guys with, you know, the three part castings and compost and perlite or whatever the, the mix is? Or do you have like, I imagine, I guess you have a little bit more complex mix based on all your research that you've been doing. But uh, yeah. it seems to be the base mix that like, lots of people like to use myself included ours is just a little bit different um i did i did do quite a bit of research when establishing it i also got pretty lucky i would say as well and so i i kind of started off on the right foot uh just by happen chance 
but our mix is uh, it's 50% sphagnum peat moss, and then it has uh, 33 to 34% pumice, which is one third large, two third medium, and then that other 17% is uh, earthworm castings and a two year aged fish compost, and that's sort of our basis for our soils. And then onto that, we're adding about 15. I think off the top of my head, other organic amendments that equal about a hundred pounds per yard of uh, nutrients, which is more than any other commercial company I'm aware of is putting into their soils. And the key there is really just that it's balanced. So how much soil would you use? For, like say, for example, I grow in a one point, in a four foot by four foot tent, 1.2 meter by 1.2 meter for four plants in a, a raised bed. How much soil would you say I should use? So for a four by four raised bed, uh, let's say a four by four by 12 inch. So four by four by one foot, okay. you're looking at a half a yard or a hundred gallons of soil. And I apologize that I don't know metrics because I'll figure all that out. Don't worry. I'm going to do the, the Google maps on that. <laughs> it's a far superior system. I totally agree. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> so it's about 25 gallons per plant. That is, isn't it? Whoa. Four liters is one gallon. Yeah, it's about fucking hundred liters per, but that's cool. That's cool. I'll roll with that. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but then that, that hundred gallons of soil isn't going anywhere for mm -hmm. five years, potentially. Mm -hmm. And your cost to reamend that, you know, would be 25 to $30 a cycle. Mm. Uh, significantly less than what you would spend on bottled nutrients. Yeah. Absolutely. Spend more than that on silica. <laughs> and you're getting more than just water, which is good. Man. No. Look what you've yeah. done to me. I like to think I'm gonna be I like to think my system's cheap, but I usually I can get about a three gallon pot for about two dollars and fifty cents with my recipe, but uh yeah, I'm not quite the on the full uh reamending the soil for five years uh shtick yet, but well, yeah, it, it's super impressive. Here's the other thing that you need to consider too, and all of that is, uh, let's say same soil, same setup, but seven gallon pots. In a seven gallon pot, your plant may or may not finish um, just on water only, depending right. on how, you know, how long you veg. But let's assume, you know, two to three week veg, fifty-five to sixty day flowering cycle. You know, fairly standard. Uh, by the time you're done with that, there's not going to be a lot of soil left in that seven gallon pot. And what soil is left is going to be pretty well depleted. So, um, when you go to reamend that soil, you'd have to reamend it at a much higher rate than you would that same plant that had been in a bed. So by having that buffering of the bed and the other thing we see too, is like, I get growers all the time. They're like trying it in a five gallon pot or a seven gallon pot. And I'm like, just throw it in a larger container or try running a bed and this is usually a commercial facility and they'll do like one bed and all of those you know so quote-unquote deficiencies that they were dealing with just go away um, all of those problems with the watering that they were having because that soil is going to dry out a lot faster in a seven gallon or five gallon than it would in a bed you know all the issues with right. um, you know nutrient availability and nutrient cycling uh, there's just so many advantages to giving a plant more soil and as someone who has a background in uh, running a nursery, I, I, I had a great example when I used to have the farm. I'd have these, I had these plants, they were uh, mulberry trees. And I have one mulberry tree in a three gallon pot that I'd had for a couple years. And I had that same mulberry tree in the ground. And the one that was in the pot would be like uh, three feet tall. You know, and I, I needed to transplant to a five gallon. That same 
mulberry tree in the ground was like seven or eight feet tall and, and they were the same age when I got them putting plants in the ground you know making root space not a limiting factor of growth is huge Absolutely. Oh, now you're making me think I should just like get one plant in this massive hundred gallon <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine that because I've got a purple purple punch mom and just plant that in the middle of a big fucking and get a screen over it just wow so, imagine yeah. that grow it took about six months man <laughs> so yeah so people go that route too when they have plant count issues on the medical side but the challenge mm -hmm. there is you know like you said six months well that's not practical you don't want to light and heat a room for six months while waiting for this plant to grow mm -hmm. so instead of growing one giant plant which you could do, you know, um, it's a little bit excessive in terms of, you know, having to have that giant hundred gallon pot. Mm. You could have, you know, eight plants in that uh, hundred gallon pot and create that canopy because your canopy is really your yield is what, is what we find yeah. is, um, the, is yeah, the fact. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you create it with one plant or you create it with 10 plants, um, whatever it takes to create that, you know, thick, even canopy. Mm -hmm. um, is the difference so we usually all spices the bottom factor in it yeah yeah put a few more plants in there create that canopy faster trellis it you know maintain it correctly and you'll get that same yield that you would have from one giant plant uh, a lot quicker so would you prefer to go from seed or from a cutting oh boy uh it depends um right so there's no set why you, you do it no i mean we're the ones spreading uh cannabis aphid hemp russet around those are not coming in from outside those are coming from direct transmission from plants and that's right. you know cannabis plants specifically mm. so we uh we need to stop vectoring them and now a lot of that is cuttings and certain things like thrifts i learned this recently from uh my entomologist friend is they actually lay their eggs inside the leaf you can't even see them they'll emerge right yeah. you know later and so uh, you can treat the plant, but at the end of the day, you still need to quarantine things before you bring them in. So I love mm -hmm. cuttings. They're very convenient. They're easy. Um, they don't necessarily scale well commercially, but then seeds, you have so much variability. Um, yeah. You're bino hunting. It makes it hard to have an even canopy. There's always pros and cons to all of this, and they're totally. hard, hard to choose which way to go. But, you know, a raised bed with all the living soil in it, it's always, it's been a name of mine for a long time. It's just making my ass do all that work initially. That's my plan. Once we get a house, build a nice big greenhouse with a bunch of raised beds in there. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So you grow in any of your, your own personal grow right now, Ty? I am not. In the state I'm in, it, it right. makes having a personal grow really challenging. And uh, my, my life's just in a lot of transition right now. With yeah, I suppose. Child, yeah. child moving the farm location, all of these mm -hmm. things with KISS. Uh, my hope is after we get established, I can apply for a personal grow license again and uh, set up a, maybe a small tent grow to kind of nice. demonstrate some of these principles and also do some research on some things too. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, unfortunately right now, I just, I, I can't. <laughs> I have grown. Yeah, do you miss it? Uh, you know, I do. I do and I don't. Like, uh, I don't miss it in that it's like one more thing that you have to do, like, on your checklist yeah. and i work with so many growers i'm around oh, you know true, i'm true. around cannabis so much i'm talking to you know 10 to 15 growers a day probably about yeah. various things so I, I'm, I'm still really around it so i don't i don't i'm not like i don't miss it that much but i do love watching a plant grow and i get that from a lot of the vegetables that we're growing right now on mm -hmm. the farm see I, I love it i do I, it's it's good for the mental health 
Oh. It's good for the mental health when things are going well. It's nice to finish one to completion too. It kind of, I don't know, makes you feel proud or something that you don't have to rely on others. Accomplished. Totally, except you have to trim it, which I'm terrible oh. at. I'm the oh. world's worst trimmer. No, no, I, I definitely hold that title. I don't <laughs> even bother, man. I let the wife do it. Once uh, the blank gets chopped, my job is over. It's like, there you go. So you want know, to trim that up for me. And that's like her part of the deal. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know, you know, you mentioned uh, how the soil helps your your mental health. Well, there's a, or the the cocoa. There's actually yeah. research that shows that uh, the microbes in real soil help battle depression. Yeah, I've read like that, that as well. Something from the smell. Yeah, the smell that's created from the uh, that earthy smell is created by uh, aerobic bacteria. Actinomycetes so is the the name of the bacteria, right? Or one species of that, I think. That's or a that that's a, a that's a classification of bacteria. Um, they're actually, I think, they've been renamed actinobacteria now because they were actinomycetes, which it's sort of they're fungus-like. They're very thin, ah. filamentous uh, hyphae, but they're really a bacteria, not a fungus. So, yeah. So, uh, with the podcast, Ted, how many episodes have you got now? Oh, good question. I think we're at like 63, 64 Whoa. episodes. And uh, I think this year we should hit uh, a million downloads now. Wow. I'm just blown away by yeah, the that's impressive, mate. Feedback. Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel very honored to just be a part of all of that. Yeah, I feel the same with Percy's as well. We, we've hit ridiculous oh, statistics, you know, views which I thought the site would never see. And it's just the, the, the cannabis community is just giving, you know. Everybody just wants to help each other out all the time. Are you guys podcast, for anybody that isn't interested in organic growing and stuff, you definitely have to listen to Cannabis Cultivation and Science. Cause everything we touched on is is gone much more into depth. And you guys always yeah, have quality the best guests. experts and such interesting yeah conversation and it's all good i'm so far behind but <laughs> so who's your favorite guest had are you allowed to say do you want to tell us <laughs> i don't know usually it's like my next guest that hasn't the podcast that hasn't quite been released yet kind of a thing um, yeah. <laughs> but uh i really enjoyed my latest conversation with uh pathologist chris hayes talking about powdery mildew and botrytis and how that works in a, in a cannabis plant interesting um, nice and uh, everybody gets bud rot. I'm gonna get some. Uh, I'm gonna get some some really good, you know, chemical growers in talking about leaf tissue and nutrient analysis too. So it's not gonna be, uh, you know, I we had started this, you know, focused on organics because that was my background. But there's a lot of research, and I've had a lot of uh, university research uh, professors and and students come on to share their research, and and none of that is organic, uh, usually, because mm. it's not as yeah. controllable. So. Um, yeah, we we do we do lean towards organics. There is that slant on the podcast, but I am I am trying to get pertinent information out there on the uh, you know more conventional nutrient side as well. Yeah, it's really important too to disseminate some of this. Uh, well, I don't know, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. I guess, bro science out there. Um, and like you say, you get lots of these actual university uh, peer-reviewed kind of studies that are that are coming out now so that's that's super awesome that's it that's yeah. something we don't see much of sorry tad oh no i was just saying i'm very grateful to be uh you know a platform that people will come on and share that information really mm -hmm. anything it's not about me or the podcast it's just getting these uh getting these guests on that are much smarter than i am to yeah. share 
yeah. you know, what they know. And are well, that's what I do. You know? <laughs> I'll get people like Tad Hussey on, you know, and then I'm like, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Don't ask me. He, he, this guy knows, you know. <laughs> always learning, man. I'm always learning. That's yeah, same. Everybody's always learning. It's the good way to be. You know, just keep learning. If you're not, then yeah. I don't know why you're doing it anymore. It's always fun. That's what I'm saying. Moving to organics will be fun because it's fresh. You know, it's new for me. It's, it'll be like learning to grow again to some degree. Yeah. It'll be fun. When I'm there with a flamethrower killing off the spider mites, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. That proper IPM, you don't need the napalm. Yeah, IPM, that's a subject on, it, on its own altogether, isn't it? We really appreciate your time, Tad, man. I know that you're you're very busy. I'm not a big deal, guys. I'm not. I don't, I don't, don't get the wrong idea. Um, I'm a, uh, we're a company of like six people now. You know, we've shrunk it down. We're not. Well, you're one of the good guys, man. There's there's too many mm-hmm. snake oil salesmen out there that are just trying to, you know, sell big boob women on balls. I, I appreciate that. We're we're trying our best, just trying to stay relevant with all these bigger companies coming in, and you know, with more money and more more everything so uh but, but you yeah, know you've got the grassroots grateful. movement man that, that and that's you can't buy that kind of thing you know that that organic grassroots yeah, movement for sure. you know yeah the, the cannabis communities they're they're great people you know mm. um there's some bad eggs just like anything else but overall mm. a lot of the people i meet are just really awesome human beings i say i think the bad eggs are just going through a phase because they had a bad grow you know <laughs> <laughs> It's Everybody possible. seems pretty yeah. cool most of the time. It's a great community, man. I do love the cannabis community. All right, nice one then, Tad. We'll let you go. All right, have a wonderful appreciate day, Appreciate you guys. taking the time, mate. I appreciate you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. All yeah, right, take care. We'll do it again. Cheers, man. Bye. Thanks very much. Bye. See you. Cool, TG. Nice one. Nice. I didn't know that he was involved with no, Black I Soil or Black no. Swallow. I have the... I hope you enjoyed the interview, everybody. Welcome to High on Homegrown. We are always extremely high. Don't forget to please like and subscribe to this video. And um, go and check out Tad's podcast as well, Cannabis Cultivation and Science. If you listen to podcasts like you listen to this one, you'll really enjoy that. A lot of good knowledge. Great podcast. So, TJ, you want to say something about the interview, man? Oh, I don't know. It was Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a great interview. I was always looking forward to talking with Tad and... Uh... I mean, we could go on for hours and hours and hours about all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, but, um, and he has, yeah, exactly, podcast, man. <laughs> like, uh, all the, all the people we mentioned, uh, you know, Jeff Lowenfels and, and the, the people that get really in depth into the science and, and the, the nitty gritty of this stuff. Um, yeah, he gets, he does like hour long, hour and a half, hour and a half long interviews with them and, and goes, goes into everything. So if you're into the, the details, definitely check it out. It's, it's great. Nice. I hope you enjoy it. But now we're going to move on to what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that? We play a five second sound bite and you have to guess what it is. Now, last week, we did have an answer in the chat. We only count guesses that are put in the thread in the forum. So unfortunately, we don't have it was really easy last week, I thought, and it was, it was really such easy. a fucking 
epic prize for such an Right, so let's play it so everybody can remind it about what it was. Here we go. Zian, that was that was a lift door closing, or uh, an elevator door closing for our uh, American people. Thank you for lift. the translation there. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> I thought it was a bowling alley. It's, it sounded like a like pins or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah. almost train like. Somebody did too. get it. I think was it Richard that got it in? I the chat? think it was Richard. Yeah, I think mm. it was too. Yeah. Richard. Yeah, somebody got it. Yeah, man, you have to. We only take guesses that are in the forum yeah. for it. You know, so get over there if you're not a member already. Sign up to Don't cost anything, and you can take a guess at this one. You know, it's a great prize as well with the the Chongdov pipe there and some uh, super lemon haze. I think it is from the green. We have from, we have um, other seeds. We've t-shirts. We've got stickers. There's um, um fuck Jesus, there's loads of shit in it, man. Um, yeah, it's a really good prize. So have a look. Sign up. Yeah. Let's see if you can guess what the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that, man? Zian, I don't know you finally. You know, I don't know what you do. I actually think that's a pretty easy one. I think that's quite an easy one as well. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that's easier than last week's. But, uh, you know. So you know, remember, what we, remember what we said. Yeah. You have to be over in the well, thread. See, see answers in it. Yeah, they, those answers have to be in the thread, right? Yeah, they do. Okay, yeah. well, they could be the answer right there. We don't know. You may be correct. You may be. You no. may be a winner. Find out now on Percy's. Program. It could. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking of. It could be six things that I'm actually thinking of right now. Six things. Yeah, the six <laughs> things that could sound similar yeah. to that. How can it? Okay. Yeah. At least, idea, but yeah, you got some kit at home, and yeah, yeah, right there. <laughs> so, there we go. Go and tell us what the fuck that was over at Percy's Grow Room, and let's go on to questions and answers. So, there we go. We did have uh, some questions. Earlier on in the chat, I saw one pop up. I've got it written down. But if you do have any questions, then just drop a question in the chat and we'll go through it. We did have one. I can't remember who it was from because I didn't write the name down. But it was uh, which US strains is most like amnesia slash haze type? Ah, uh, yes, I remember that. What would you know about that, Monkey? Well, I mean, I just finished a grow with seeds in amnesia fast, and I really enjoy it in it ha it's it's almost a classic amnesia feeling um to me it's a little bit more orange in the citrus notes but my my wife says she didn't get the orange out of it so but yeah that's where i'd go if i if you were looking for something that was easy now the plants are small and it was very easy to grow um it was a moderate yielder and it's really inexpensive seed so i mean that, that's where i'd go first with it would you say tg you got recommendation well i, I don't know i don't really I'm not too up on my quote, I guess, American genetics, but um, it, I, I always thought a haze was a, was a Southern California creation in the beginning. I may be totally wrong on that, but um, if, if that's the case, then I would say haze. <laughs> but, Straight, up. Straight up. I mean, amnesia haze itself, whether it's American or not, I, I have some autos. Um, I don't know exactly where which breeder they're from because they were given to me. By a, by a friend but um they're phenomenal 
um, wherever they're from. Just Amnesia Haze itself is, is a great strain mm. if you want something like Amnesia Haze. <laughs> Not very helpful, I mean, but yeah. No, I, I agree, man. Just go with the old school Amnesia yeah, Haze. It's solid. There's a particular strain called American Haze as well. Is there? There's a ton yeah. of hazes out there, yeah. I'm just on the vault right now, checking out their American seed selection, uh, the top Cali strains, and they they don't have a lot of of uh, hazy stuff listed. It's all kind of the the really dark, you know, granddaddy purple type of stuff, and then mm -hmm. on the other side is the fruity strawberry lemonades and blueberries and wedding yeah, cakes and things. Yeah. If, so if you just want to lean a little bit more to the sativa side, I don't know if it would really go to the haze. And I mean, I enjoyed mimosa and clementine as well. Mm. Um, both of those were, were, for me at least, were kind of nice up, energetic highs, and, and uh, they both had a, a nice citrus flavor to them, which we enjoyed. Cinderella so. ninety nine as well, I think. Cindy is, uh, Jack. Oh. Mm. That's a legend, man. I don't even. We can't. We have to have a whole podcast about Cinderella ninety nine. So <laughs> I love that stuff so Maybe much. Maybe we'll talk about that strain next week then a little bit. Maybe. Actually, I'm just uh, checking here. It says meringue. Meringue is a wedding cake crossed with animal cookies, which isn't a haze per se, but it's definitely a, an uppity kind of, uh, I guess, quote, sativa, like, you know, uh, what people would uh, refer to as sativa highs. Um, so that might be something to look at, too. Uh, I've never actually smoked mm. meringue myself, but Dutch Passion, you can't go wrong with anything. So, yeah. Yeah, Dutch Passion is always good. You got Black Ops Gardens there. It's a super silver always. haze from the green ash. Always. Man. Yeah, if you've got the time, oh, I would love to. Do you know? Do you know what I fucking? I really want to grow out a six shooter. It is meant to be epic. Looking at it, it's just a big giant frosty fucking beast. Beast. Mm -hmm. Um, I oh, I cannot remember. I have it actually. It's all saved on my fucking computer and work. Yeah. Yeah, I've got one of those being six shooter. Uh, I can't I remember. I'm on the vault. It's it it <laughs> yeah, Is that because it's like a six weeks flower or something? Is that what I call it? No, Jesus, this joke like takes fucking. It's like a capella gold. It's a fast oh. buds apparently. Fast buds? No, well, it wasn't fast buds. So. No, this mm. was a, it. Could have been a Barney's, I think. It may have been a Barney's, or it was one of the one of the well-known non-seed banks. I can't. That's how stoned I am, lads. I can't even remember. I have all mm. this stuff because you see, I have a shiny new laptop that I haven't put. I haven't put anything on yet. It literally just has Percy's grow room. <laughs> uh, so anyone grown Jack Flash just popped um, a pack from Richard? Not D. me. No. Jack Herrard and Jack's Cleaner and Jack the Ripper, I will say, are all amazing. So I'm sure anything with Jack in the name, you can, like, how can you? Anything with Jack yeah, is good, man. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you do fine are they autos or photos. What's going on? Start a thread. Yeah, there's uh, there's some great Jack strains out there, man. You know, like Cinderella Jack. Oh. Isn't that across the Jack Herrard as yeah. well? That's that's just a straight up Jack Herrard. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. called the classic or what the perfect hybrid, right? It's a uh, I've heard that, that. that was yeah, one yeah, I think yeah. so good. And Seedsman's uh, version specifically um, is oh, phenomenal stuff. Love it. So so easy to grow that one. Mm -hmm. The Seedsman. Do you know what, TG? I'm actually looking at it. I think you're right. I think it is that 421. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The picture looks 
I mean, amazing, but I mean, they usually do. Yeah, they always look so much oh. better than what they fucking they come out. <laughs> and you know what? No, burgers I, and pizzas always look better as well. Yeah, but that's oh. you know that's because they they bring them out; they're already cooked and cold, and then they put on glazes and spray them with varnishes <laughs> and stuff. I'm sure, sure they're same with this. All the, all the pictures of these birds, they take mm. them, they they crop them, they make the right perfect size. They add laser filters. They stick a paint shop pro on. No, you know what? It's probably like them fucking McDonald's pictures. Yeah, you know, exactly. they're made out of yeah. plastic and shit. Probably the same with the Gaelic plant, man. It ain't even a real plant. They're after spraying it with a lacquer and fucking <laughs> dust, dusting a sugary you know, fucking thing over the top. 17 stuff. different colours, so it looks nice. <laughs> it's just the menu, guys. It's not the real product, you know? Yeah. yeah. I always heard, the, heard, well, I don't know if it's actually true, but people would used to, they would spray things like 7-Up and Sprite on the bud to make it smell lemony and look yeah. real sticky. Yeah, they, yeah, done that. they yeah. used to do that in Ireland. They'd spray um, Coke, Coca-Cola onto it because sure. and it made them make them that little bit heavier so yeah. when they were yeah. really screwing you already good. yeah they were screwing you already with like fucking 2.5 bags it was mm-hmm. really only 2.3 <laughs> that, that wet sugar would help your mold situation real good wouldn't it yeah, yeah wouldn't it just fucking bastards richard diaz there as well are they greedy or like it drier it's like this we need so much more information to come up with a conclusion for that it's like what medium and what food you're using mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes into it man so just sign up to the forum if you're a member already and start a thread and we're happy to ask any uh, answer any questions you have over that there, no would problem. be a good discussion because you're going to have a lot of different opinions and answers on that yeah. exactly mm-hmm. that's a sensei seeds cut though that jack flash that's interesting but it's a cut well i mean a sensei well, uh, uh, yeah, offering line. yeah it's a jack hair crossed with a super skunk and then that was crossed with a haze apparently very nice yeah man so let's move on to you know what's coming next mm, right you've been teasing about this one all day haven't you truth or truth spoof or truth spoof. <laughs> could be it is truth or spoof right so this week no i was finding it hard to find some cannabis news so i thought and let's see how much these motherfuckers know about pussies. Oh. <laughs> now, I have read a little bit, but so, I haven't been around that long. So this will be interesting. I'm lazy. Right, so, uh, I just kind of hang and chat and have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, two of them are right and one of them right. is incorrect. Oh, man. Oh, this will be crazy. I will read them out. Here's number one. Pussies Grow Room was founded on the 19th of November 2018 but the forum did not officially go live until March 2019. Okay. Number two. In the last 28 days, Percy's Grow Room's YouTube channel has had around 25,000 new views and 250 new subscribers. And number three. Percy's Grow Room sees over 100K new visitors every month with over 6 million page views a year. Pow. What's it going to be? Who's going to go first? TG, take it away. <laughs> uh, we've been drafted, well, brother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They've all gone silent no, you know, you know, mm. This one might be so, good if you let the panel talk about this for a second first, because I think some of us uh, might have more sorry. information than other on some of them. Yeah. I mean, I've only, like, my, my one-year anniversary is actually in two days from now. So I haven't been around the, since the beginning either, but I'm pretty sure. That pretty much is the beginning, man. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
yeah i suppose it was i'm pretty sure number one is true though because i i remember that um number two and number three i, I have no idea what our statistics are i know that uh you know having this podcast with such a cool sounding international panel is is really helping us on youtube um and probably the forums too i just don't know which one more so or which yeah so i'm gonna go with the youtube one because yeah uh, i don't know just it's my gut number two, number two is, is incorrect. incorrect that's what i think yep okay zn i've got you on the list next man you want to take it down No, I'm just to go and make coffee. Zian, <laughs> is he there? No? Okay, GB, you take it. Uh, okay. I think Zian should be disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him a minute. We'll get, he might be making coffee. Um, okay, I think I know. We have to find which one is the, is the false, is it? Yes. Yeah, right. which one's I false? I think I've been getting the premise of this game wrong for the last couple of weeks. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, any back? Yeah, okay, cool. um, right. I think it is number one because I think we've been doing. Um, yeah, I think it's number one because I think you were. I think you opened before the date that was said. I can't remember the fucking date now. I know it was something in two thousand nineteen. I actually don't know the date, so. But I'm sticking with my answer. Yeah, I I'm I'm going to go with number I'm going to go with number one, Mackie. Yeah, number one. Okay, Zian, you you want to have a shot, man? You just missed oh, your. I was going to say to the chat. Away. I sent you a message in chat saying I was going to make a cup of coffee. I'll be back in a sec. Leave me until last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, read the well, chat, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll use all my bandwidth Obviously, for the streaming yeah, to make sure yeah, it's not yeah. So my message will get there in the morning sometime. <laughs> um, Right. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm I'm going to go number two as being uh, uh, the false one because I'm pretty sure uh, the the hundred thousand the the YouTube what's it the last one I'm pretty sure you told me that the other day and number one I'm pretty sure that that was about the time we went live as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with number two being the false. Okay, and monkey. Okay, you waited on me because I've been doing some reading on that forum. Is that the, is that was that your strategy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd get the most information from the rest okay. of the panel. You might be able to come up with the right. Yeah, answer. I've been doing so bad. I'm actually well, I'm actually at the bottom <laughs> of the stack. So yeah, I get you now. <laughs> no, but the the first one, uh, that's absolutely true. I've actually read the first the first ever thread that was at at. Uh, Percy's. If you dig back far enough, it still exists back there. So, and it, uh, that's no problem. The last one, I'm kind of confused a little bit. Did you say a hundred thousand views a day, or a hundred thousand views a month, a hundred thousand views a what? On number three, hundred k new visitors every month. month with over six million page views. So this is one hundred k new visitors. Okay, um, I do know we get a hundred thousand k, hundred thousand views a month. I'm just going to assume that that that's going to fit into that. So I'm going to go with number two as being false. Okay. So there we go, motherfuckers, <laughs> man. Did we spread him again? 
Yeah, you bastard. It's just GB got it wrong, man. Bollocks. But, you know, I've, I've been reading the <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, I don't read. I go into the ah. recent posts. I chat to see what's going on. No, but this was YouTube stats, man. I thought nobody's going to have any idea. This is Mate, false. I think right. you forgot. We actually, we actually discuss these do. things from time to yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And we have to listen to you discussing <laughs> it with us. Do you know how high I am most of the fucking time, man? We do, we call this high on homegrown for a reason, Yeah, because we're high. And I, have to I was kind of smiling, thinking like, yeah, I've, I've talked to Mackie about all three of these things in the last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't know the YouTube stats, man. Maybe on some no, videos, you told, but not you, over the whole channel. You told me about the YouTube stats, uh, I think it was a few days ago, because you yeah, were telling me about are. splitting off the podcast from, from the yeah, program. Yeah. Fucking stoner, man. moment, man. You beat yourself. I could have checked the YouTube stats, I guess, but I don't go into that. I just post videos. and get... yeah, You got access. You could have yeah. seen it. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. wow. Mackie got hit hard this week. <laughs> he was bragging so much at the forum. I'm gonna kill you this week. I'm like, gonna get these motherfuckers. I got you now. I got you now. But no. But no. Hey mate, uh, it's our community too. We know a I'll little bit more than you think. Gadget. Uh, you think we just ignore you? Actual, <laughs> yeah, actual stats. here, man. Is uh, in the last 28 days, we've seen 34.9k new views on the YouTube oh. channel. With a total amount of 2.7k hours watch time, right. fucking hell! Man. Doing good. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking Doing hours, good. and we picked up 489 subscribers in the last 28 days. Yeah, good. Um, That's wicked. Super fucking cool, man. We do really well on the YouTube. We're getting gonna more videos up soon. I promise. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah, they do very well as well. Mm -hmm. We appreciate all the subscribers and all the likes, and you know everybody who takes the time to watch yeah. the channel. It's all yeah. good shit. So there we go. I got, got swept again. Thank you. Very kindly, okay. panel. Bastards. <laughs> I'm gonna next next week. Next <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this week was so difficult. Bastards. But well done. Well done. Good. Good. Well played, uh -huh. gentlemen. Very well played. Yeah, that twist your head up to say it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that proves to you that we do listen from time to time. We do hear when you say things. Or two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just you, true, you so don't like... hear us when we say stuff like, I'm going to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. it, proves, it proves Man, I don't listen. I'm, I'm so ignorant. <laughs> it, it proves that I don't. I thought, I thought my memory is good. I researched the wrong person this week. GB, <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows, mate. I already told them uh, before you turned up earlier. Did you? Oh, man. You know, it's got to be done. We have to have a laugh. Oh, yeah, I know. Seriously, fuck. <laughs> it was a stoner moment. That's just what we do. We do that I, I've, had a bad, I've had a really fucking tough week. It was so busy, and the fucking slave driver yeah. upstairs, the dragon has been breeding, man. You know? Hey, man, it's over now. We're on the we're on the radio. We're just uh, hanging out. All right. So with that, then let's move on. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do. You know where you talk, man. Where the cat talks. I wanna. I got a thing to say, man. I was gonna say it, but I forgot it, man. <laughs> God, man. Tommy Chong cracks me up, man. Every time I hear it, I laugh. You know, even the sound of his voice, he's just a funny guy. TG, what quote have we got this week, man? Uh, well, this one's, it's not as, you know, light as, as usual. It's uh, its kind of, uh, it's, it's by a guy called Dr. Gaber Mate. Um, and his, this quote's from the, the excellent documentary uh, called The Culture High, which everybody should watch. Um, but he's talking more generally, uh, this, it's not about cannabis per se, it's, it's just about addiction. He's an, an addictions counselor out in, in the west coast of Canada. And, and he says that 
the addiction should be seen not as the problem, although it is a problem, but it's not the problem. It's the addict's attempt to solve a problem. So mm. with that in mind, I mean, everybody, you know, has issues and not everybody deals with them in, in the best ways. So just keep that in mind and, and, you know, be nice, basically. I know I'm probably preaching to the choir with, with everybody listening and stuff, but, you know, but uh, it's, it's something to Don't be a keep dick. in mind. Yeah. That, yeah. So we'll leave on that kind of not as nice note as, as usual, but, um, you know, join up to Percy's. Keep it real. Yeah. No. Yeah, so let's go to the outro there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. If you haven't already, go over to percysgrowroom.com, sign up, become a member, and you know you can just join in with the community, chat weed, learn how to grow, or just show us your growth skills if you're already growing, man. Yeah, we always we love to meet new people. Yeah, drop by. We're always around. If you can't find us, ask. They'll find us. We're always super interested in like everybody's growth because everybody does it a little bit different and we're always, you know, learning from each other. So the more the merrier. Yeah, I love looking at everyone's growth. Me too. Uh, it's it's such, you see Pictures things. Well, that's it. And you see something and you go, oh, that's <laughs> a fucking, I've been thinking about something. Like that's how I can ask somebody who's mm. already done it and it's not going to cost me a fortune and fuck <laughs> it up. No, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, who, who is it? Um, so I can't remember who done it. Had this fucking epic water system made up out of like fucking Coke bottles or fucking like soda bottles cut up. And it was, it was like worked as a timer system to work in the way like one filled up and went into another. And it was really cool. It was somebody on the site. Well, there must have been me on my mug grows. Uh, I I can think of. Yeah, maybe I can't remember. I thought That's it was. It, I, I was thinking twisted, maybe. No, he did the uh, irrigation system pumping from a from a, a, a reservoir into into the pails. But mine was it pumped up into a cutoff soda bottle, and that that acted like an IV tubing to drip slowly that, down into the into the mug. That is but it. It was the MacGyver moment. Yeah, I had to figure mm -hmm. something out. But I mean, I've got a I've got a mug going in the tent now. And I think it, it might reach that that half ounce. I mean, it's yeah, getting close. From a mug. No you way. know what? I'm addicted. No I'm addicted. Yeah. I want to see okay, how much I can get off of a mug. This 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 is <laughs> this is not going to be fair when we have our mug off, Mackie. No. Uh, you know how it is at Percy's. I will tell you anything mate. I know. My yeah, share my information. You could, you could have been doing exactly the same as him. You could have you yeah, chose well, not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's all in good, but we are going to have that mug off grow soon, and it's all just in good fun. Remember, yeah. I'm admin. Yeah. I can't win the prizes. Oh, that's true. Ah, there Ooh, you I, go. Uh, yes, I'm I only mod, win, so I can. Exactly, brother. Oh. <laughs> See, with a, with mm. a promotion comes a demotion. All right, then. So thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, don't forget, this episode will be available for download on Tuesday on all the podcast networks and things like that. So if you, if you want to listen to the whole show, maybe you've only caught a piece of it, then you'll be able to pick it up on Tuesday or just listen to the live stream again on the YouTube channel. But yeah, we're, we're everywhere. So just Google High on Homegrown and you should be able to find us as well. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for joining us, panel. Thank you very much for everything you do every week to put all this shit always together fun. You know? yeah. always fun yeah it's we great we may not sound like we're having fun here because we're kind of halfway stoned but we really do enjoy getting here <laughs> so uh we're going to be considering as well next week 
or maybe in the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing an after party because though the show ends here we do usually chat for like an hour where we just chat random shit it's not structure and things like that sometimes gross stuff sometimes politics whatever uh, so we, we might be doing an after party after the show soon which will just be for personal remembers Pri- private on, on listed yeah. live stream yeah man so you might be able to join Can us if you sign up and get a big stoner smoke session. Yeah. Thanks again, everybody. Let's go. Percy'sGrown.com. Hi on Homegrown. Good night, everybody. Good, yeah, man. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Thanks for joining us. Like and subscribe. everybody. Ring that bell. Have <laughs> See a you next night. week. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not, then you can go to iTunes or Spotify. Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends, leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers. Also, if you can, we do have a Patreon page, so you can head over to patreon.com slash Percy's Room. All we ask you to do is listen. That is plenty. We appreciate every single listener. But if you can do more by liking the video, sharing, and even going to the extent of becoming a Patreon, that will be massively appreciated. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.